Redemption begins Find yourself within Take up your blade Let the fears within fade Stories are told As the day roll Don't be afraid Make your sin Hello, checkers and pleasers. Hey. hey. Yo, yo. Hello, everyone. And welcome to Check, Please, the role-playing game live show. I'm your DM, Beardy. Down here, right, right on along there, are my lovely players. Hello. My name is Kenny, and I play Risen the Fate Weaver. Hello, everyone. I'm Foley, and I play Kerala, the half-orc life oracle. I'm Zeno. I play Vera, the swarmonger. I'm Screwy. I play Petravian, the Hivekeeper Paladin of Eden and Mellifera. And I'm Grum, and I play Lovette, the Gnomish Summoner. Can't be clever for week. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> you just that was to deliver the line normal. Sometimes and, I just, yeah. And that's the biggest curveball of all. So with you, that, we raised let's... our hopes and dashed them quite expertly. Exactly. Yes. So with that, let's roll. Last time, the memories of Riz came back to them, uh, revealing their past. And also the group managed to enjoy the Harvest Festival and then made a plan with Karis on how to deal with the situation uh, with the Deadlands and everything else going on, kind of a four-step plan. The group then decided to research into Raspier to find out about this Black Sapphire situation. Uh, you got some information from some books, just enough to piece together enough information to attempt a teleport spell. It went phenomenally well. Uh, the group teleported directly into the throne room of the king of the giants where you all had a bit of a tuffle tussle Tuff yeah that's tussle. it tussle had a bit of a tussle with the king and his elite guard and uh i think about three minutes later they were all dead and you guys were escaping via another teleport spell with the eye in hand so uh with victory storm of meteors behind us or some shit. yeah yeah with a yeah. firestorm behind you so with uh, with victory recently still on your on your lips you uh you find yourselves back in the uh the manor in presidium you have just locked away the black sapphire in the vault of the family of uh of the well of of Karis's family's estate now <laughs> and uh that is where we pick up so here we go Beardy. you have uh you just have locked the doors. These giant vault doors have closed, and these magical wards and seals reactivate, locking the place down. And uh, Karis kind of lets out a sigh of relief and turns back to the group. That I can't believe that went as as fast as it did. Surprise! We are really good at this shit. Can't believe that went as violently as it did. <laughs> oh, my part does not surprise you. 
That was the plan. Oh, oh. I mean, like... It wasn't my plan. Right. You needed the, the sapphire, which was in someone's eye. Like, yeah, exactly. assuming that there wouldn't be some sort of violence at all is just too much of a holier-than-thou kind of mindset, don't you think? I yeah. figured there would be violence. I didn't figure that we'd just wipe all of them out. They did okay, attack okay. us first. To be fair, Riz, what if somebody popped in, said, hey, I'll give you a ton of money for a horse? Um, uh, I don't know if that's a polite <laughs> example. So, I don't think they're equivalent, no. Yeah, look, but I, I do want to point out, now that we've said this out loud, I'm not making like, a racial statement, not saying it's because they're giants. Because, you know, it does kind of sound like that, but no. We, like, we killed, like, it was their king. And we had to take his eye out of his head. I couldn't, didn't think that was going to go peacefully. Like, it wasn't the their first eye. time it he was... meets a guy, and oh, he was take his eye out. Oh, it was definitely his eye. But it wasn't their eye. Well, sure, it... but like, he, but he, uh, he didn't put it out. He didn't like it. You could, I'm fairly certain he put it there. Wait, yes, he that's would the not point, put it out Petrivia. if he didn't like it. Yes. Well, no, my point is that you're like, oh, it's his eye, it's his eye. It was, no, I mean, do you a, want a fucking whole gap where your little weird bug eye If I is got now? a good compensation for it, yeah, I would have been fine yeah, with okay, it. I could have well, taken it out of my the compensation. What were we? Yeah, we had nothing to compensate. Agreed. No, my point. No, 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 no. Hold like, on, we were on. going in with a terrible bargain, so Kelsey was going to get ugly. Karis <laughs> just um, blinks. Looking back and oh, forth between all of you. Excuse me, Karis. Yes. So we were like, hey, we would like your eye. And he was like, what do you have to trade? And Carla yeah, was like, oh, I can heal you. And he's like, ah, a healer. I'll keep that one. So he wanted to keep Carla. And I feel like, you know, mm -hmm. that's not cool. No, it's not. Oh. Slavery, you know? No, that's. No, we don't. We don't condone yeah, it. No, no. Yeah, no. It's like pretty much the only thing that. Could have thrown us off like that so quickly. Yeah. So I, mean, I I feel like killing someone like that isn't really that big of an issue. Yeah. I mean, b besides, I was going to keep Curla. Huh? <laughs> Beg pardon? It was a joke. Because you, you were going to live here. <clears throat> Curla just sort of smiles, and their face might flush slightly, but they're also going to say... It, it at least means a lot to me that you all weren't willing to sell me into slavery. That's that that's meaningful, at least. Kind of a long yes. glance at. Never mind. And who? And who? Yeah. yeah. Nope. Nope. Not finishing that sentence. Go. No, it's okay. You, you I want a sense motive. Yeah, I, I perception check. <laughs> yeah. Say Petravian. We all know check. it. <laughs> Give me that sense motive. Who are you looking at? <laughs> I I got a nat one, but it's say still it. thirty-one. <laughs> say it. You want to say it? Oh well, <laughs> I did not get anywhere near thirty-one, and wow. I did not get a nat Come one. On, hit me! Hit me! Good trying That's to hit me. And hit me. About that. Is it actually? It might have. It might have been Petravian. Aha. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Um. Maybe. But... I mean, all that aside, kudos. Kudos go to Levette. Oh. Mwah, masterful landing. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess it's getting better. 
And you thought that you'd need to, you know, spend money on higher end equipment to get that kind of accuracy. Yeah, that I'm was quite impressive. I, I'm intriguing on that. I mean, realistically, the chances of us getting off cars were pretty slim to begin with. I just didn't want us to waste time. That's more valuable than money right now. And sister, that magnificent worm. Bravo. You see, Vera just seems uncomfortable uh, taking compliment from Petravian. <laughs> I mean, it could have been bigger, but I mean, you did what you could. Riz smacks your shoulder that's not crystal. Oh, what? It's not the size of it, it's what you do with it. It's literally the biggest worm we've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Yes. Yeah, it was fucking it's bigger than the frost worm? It was bigger than that. Yeah, it was oh, bigger than the shit. frost worm. I thought the yeah. frost worm was Shut bigger. Shut the fuck oh, up. How big, how big was the frost worm? What size category was that? I thought it they were the Archie's? same kind. They were probably similar size. Yeah. But, but we did Vera get a refrigerator out of it. Vera made it true. It's a bite attack bigger. But the worm itself stayed the same size. Uh, um, they're both like the frost as big as it gets. No. Uh, the, the frost worms you guys fought were size category mm -hmm. huge. Oh, the, okay. The uh, the purple worm was size category colossal, which is two yeah. size categories bigger than huge. So yeah, because yeah. huge gargantuan. This colossal. was the biggest worm in the world. It could have been bigger. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> I said it, and so, I don't stand by it. <laughs> so as you all are are kind of talking about this happening earlier in the day, something happens rather suddenly. You all feel this voice in your brain. It doesn't seem to come from anywhere outside of your body, but it whispers or speaks directly into your brain as if someone's just has opened up your head and is talking at your brain. It's, it's a really uh, weird sensation. Uh, many of you have felt this similarly before from Ascending Spell, but yet this seems to affect all of you at the same time. You recognize the voice. It is, in fact, the voice of Zell. <clears throat> Friends, I hope all is going well. The time is approaching for Mrs. Wimblepot's birthday. Would you join us in the celebration tomorrow? Party? Yes. Uh, yeah. You can recall that uh, he was preparing for some sort of birthday party in the Merry Valley. Uh, some, some, something to do with like the the oldest halfling in the valley was going to have their birthday. Mm. So you, you recall that was now. a thing that happened in the re recent past. So, everyone else heard that, right? Do we have to RSVP? Do you think we should bring a gift? He didn't even mention a uh, time we should turn up. If you can hear us, if you want us there, we'll be there. That would be appreciated. Bloody hellfire. Uh, would you like us to bring gifts, darling? Not at all. Your presence is a gift enough. I offer free fortune telling then as a thank you for inviting us. Wait, so do you want a gift or not? No, we want a present. <laughs> Wimblepot. How do you want a present? What, what, what is Mrs. Wimblepot into? <laughs> Petravian, could you maybe what? rephrase that, please? Yeah, what the. Uh, what's their hobbies? Better. Yeah, that's better. This is like what with Matilda all over again. You really do work on your phrasing. Uh, yeah, we'll be there. The you feel the uh, the presence begin to lift from your mind as 
uh, one final sentence comes through your brain. And I will see you tomorrow. Okay. And suddenly your uh, your brains are again free from external influence. I well, really hope he's found a way to do what we need him to do without offing himself. Since we do have the afternoon, why don't we check and see what those things we got from the giant were? Hmm. You know, that gauntlet shield and that fucking sword and the the amulet that Vera definitely got out of her giant fucking worm, which was disgusting. Mm -hmm. It literally still has, like, <laughs> giblets inside of, like, where the <laughs> chains are. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, do you guys want to take a look at those items? Yes. yes. Okay. I want to clean them first without touching them. <laughs> we're cleaning while we're checking them up. <laughs> okay. You know, I have All a bunch right. of ants cleaning them up. It's okay. Little, Don't worry. So, little mop bot is yeah, you guys, you guys off. take these items out and you, you know, you lay them on a table and you, you examine them. So, uh, if you'd like to try to identify these things, because uh, they all are all mat, they all are magical. You mm -hmm. determine that in the fight. Uh, so, if you'd like to make a spellcraft check to attempt to identify them, you're welcome to do so. Sure. Um, does Levette want to start, and I'll like sure. pull in the reins. All right, I will start with the sword. Okay. That is a 41. Damn. Okay. Uh, this is... Uh, what you determine from it is that, in fact, is a plus three huge greatsword. Uh, it is a chunk of heavy iron <laughs> with strange runes carved crudely across its length. Uh, aside from its plus three enchantment, though, there doesn't seem to be anything else special about it. So it is a plus three huge greatsword. My and question is, does Levette try and pick it up? What's that? <laughs> oh, does absolutely. Does Levette try and pick it up? Oh. Just as part of the examination process, right? Yeah, it's uh, it's incredibly heavy. So, yeah, Levette's not really able to move it. Is it bigger than Levette? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it is It is far larger and weighs far us, more than Levette. Because it's huge sized. Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty big. And, um, and Levette has difficulty lifting, like, toothpicks and shit. So, I mean... <laughs> How much does I mean, this weigh, would you say? The blade itself is probably close to... I would say the blade is probably close to, like, 16 to 18 feet long, somewhere in that range. Like, this is a really, really big sword. He's just Damn. dragging it everywhere, leaving marks yeah. in the fucking marble. Oh, then I'm walking <laughs> on it and looking over it that way. <laughs> but the, uh, the symbols, the runes carved into it, uh, are actually really oddly crude. It's like... Someone just took a, a hammer and chisel and just, like, chiseled in these, like, really rough, really, like, angular runes into it. Uh, it's it's really ugly. Can I like, this thing off? is definitely not a, a a prize to, like, hang up in a, in a hall somewhere. Like I don't you know, know about that. It is a fucking giant sword. Um, Wait, do the it is, it is, <laughs> yes, it is a fantastically enormous sword. It's, uh, it is the conversation starter of and, a lifetime. And when wielded, like, it, it, when picked up in battle, the runes do glow red, which is pretty crazy looking, right? It complements kind of the black iron finish of the weapon really well. Uh, but it's not pretty by any stretch. It's it's maybe intimidating when wielded, but it's it's not a beautiful piece of, of worksmanship by any stretch. Uh, it, it definitely smacks of giant being the constructors of this thing. 
with Lavette's glasses, can she read what these runes say at all, or is it just like magical runes? Oh, they're they're just enchantment. It's Aww. just a, effectively was, a plus three enchantment on it. I was hoping it was like Gognag was here. <laughs> <laughs> Property of no, Gognag. So there, there's sadly no no maker's mark that you're able to find on it. It's a it's a it's probably the most, or rather, it's probably the least interesting of the three items that you have uh, gathered so far. Okay. Right. Well, so, I mean, I'm still I still think it's interesting. But yeah, aside from a plus three uh, great sword, uh, it, it, although there there is one thing that is that is uh -huh. to note about it, and that is that the uh, the runes all they do spell out one thing on it, which is the probably the name of the weapon mm. uh and what you determine that to be as you're identifying it <laughs> yeah which it roughly translates to pride's edge so it is the long the great sword pride's edge and it is currently in the party's inventory so do with it as you nice, will nice. Uh, at least they were big forever giants yeah it's a huge size great sword it does not resize when try when attempts like if someone smaller tries to pick it up it stays huge size it is not a size changing sword well darn if only we had someone huge size to wield a sword hmm. right yeah if well, only there was someone that was huge size that could, that could wield it i'm not gonna what do you mean why not yeah no i'm, I'm mean... saying like do you oh, want to like oh, yeah, none of absolutely. us can use it otherwise i mean oh, yeah i mean he's got two building water. a house and need a need an eye beam i don't think it's straight enough for that oh, i might need to build him like two <laughs> I have, to, I have questions that are for out of game time. I gotta remember. <laughs> Write uh, them down. I'm, I'm gonna make him two big shields. <laughs> uh, so it's just a Dark Souls boss now. Oh, you're right. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, Archie is becoming a Dark Souls boss. <laughs> the bar just says gonna... Archie, the goodest boy. He's <laughs> not gonna turn on and bite us in the ass. No. 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 All right. Um, so I will go ahead and do a. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. Like a mini boss. Mini? He huge. Yeah, what's what's mini about Archie? <laughs> oh he wait, did you. I roll the wrong thing? Did so I, what, what are you what are you trying honey. to do? I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, I was meant to do, do spellcraft, spell and I just completely clicked the wrong thing. Okay, well there's, there there's two go. items, so call there out the go. item. This is for the helmet. For the helmet. Um, there was a helmet. There is another helmet. forty-one. Oh, sorry. What was the other thing then? So there's there was an amulet, the, the shield, amulet, and there's a gauntlet. So oh, okay. A, then there's, there's the an amulet and there's a gauntlet. Sorry, those are the two items. Right. The helmet was not magical. That's right. Yeah, this was a gauntlet. This was a gauntlet. Okay. Yes. All right. Uh, <clears throat> so what you find is it is a large metal gauntlet inlaid with strange runes and symbols that are alien to your eye. Uh, this is a a type of enchantment that you are not particularly familiar with. Uh, but with a 41, you are able to identify it. Um, you you trace what the effect is supposed to be, and what you believe this is is some form of shield spell built into the gauntlet that when the user activates it, uh, it creates an intangible force field in front of the, the wrist that is able to grant standard shield bonus AC as well as store any spells cast into it to be reflected back uh, as like a standard action the following round. So it can, uh, the shield itself lasts for 2d4 rounds per day. And during that time, it is able to absorb incoming direct 
targeting spells. So if someone casts a spell on the target during that time, you could take an immediate action to block it, store the mm -hmm. spell, and then on your turn, you can use a standard action to launch right. it back. Like he did to us. Like he did to you guys, yeah. Uh, does that one resize? No. Okay, then I guess we probably got to keep could, that for our as well. You could try to resize it. I mean, that's possible. Like, you could try to use some, some magic to shrink it or grow it. Right. Uh, but it does not immediately resize to a user. Okay. Well, that's that's a discussion I'm willing to have, but we'll go through the amulet before that. Because uh, I can think of some... Yeah, there's a couple good uses for that. Yeah, Vera will hand it to you. It's like it's currently. Covered. I keep clicking sense mode because I, I, we did the one, and my brain is just hooked on it. I'm sorry. There we are. That was a real bad roll both times. Anyway, were you saying, Zena? Uh, yeah, don't worry about it. It's all good. Sorry. All right, and for the final one, you pick up this, uh, this amulet. Now, this is an amulet. is like a wide stone carving of a stylized eye, surrounded by strange line work. Uh, maybe indicating magic or power. There is a thick red braided cord fit through a hole in the top of the amulet so that it can be worn around the neck. Now, the good thing is about this is even the size it is, it can still be worn as an amulet by anyone. Okay. So it might be a little bit big on like a small creature, but it would <laughs> still fit. Like the, the cord's adjustable. So this one could be worn by anybody. Now, your 30 spellcraft is enough to identify it. Uh, it does seem to be some kind of uh, stat enhancer. Uh, you oh. believe that this amulet is able to enhance the ability scores of anyone who wears it by plus two to all scores. Holy oh, so. shit. God dang. Bloody hell. Fun. Who's not wearing an amulet or a neck piece? Uh... I know I want I... one, and I don't need it that bad. I'm not. I have amulet of natural armor, mm. so must, as uh, do plus I. Plus two. Okay. Raise is the squishiest. <laughs> what about Vera? I, I have the Hive Queen's amulet. Okay. I mean, <laughs> it has an eye on it. It seems perfect for me. <laughs> you grabbing that one, Riz? Please and thank you, Lavette. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the only other person I could think of would be Alshabar. Cool, but... mine. <laughs> <laughs> I've been yours fits him just fine, so it seems what? like a well-spoiled trade. <laughs> Those seem your style. Mm. Yes. Hmm. Damn. Because we're going to have stupid stats now. It, they were already stupid. <laughs> I know. They were already pretty good, yeah. I know, they were already very stupid. <laughs> I wasn't wearing an amulet, so it was fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and that is in the party loot, so feel free to jump in the party loot and yeah. grab that item for yourself and uh, equip it if you so choose. Do, do, do. Oh, I have a feeling... I have a tingle. Why do I get that checked out? Petravian does. Hold on. Uh, can I? Uh, I guess I can't. Um, Petravian like, um, y'all remember last time we found a bunch of shit that looks all really cool? Um, maybe, I don't know, maybe look for getting curses on it. 
And no one was wearing those items at the time. Yeah. Whereas, I you, don't think, think he was just wearing... cussing the shit out of himself? Sure, we can do that. Maybe. I mean, I guess it's well Maybe he was look. immune to it? I don't know, just... Yeah, I mean, there, there could be selective curses, I suppose. It's worth a look, I suppose, I get your point. I don't think it's very likely. Well, would that just be more spellcraft, or do you I already, already know that? You already did it. Like, you already identified it. Right, so they already know that they're not? Okay, okay. Yeah, like, you already you identified it as a as a amulet of lesser perfection. Okay. Or, yeah, lesser... Yeah, yeah perfection. Lesser perfection. Okay. <clears throat> that that part there means it's not cast. Oh. Wonderful. You can look with a hook. Is that all of it? I think so. Yeah, I think it was only three items. Mm-hmm. Mm. Hey, who's taking the gauntlets? Uh, uh, since they do I... not resize, I... Maybe Archie? I Otherwise, mean... we're going to have to find someone who can do a spell. Yeah. You could try to reduce its size through magic as well, but that would Good. be... That would take time. I mean, I, I'm certainly in favor of, of pumping him up, but I also understand if someone else feels uh, unsafe as he's. No, I'm good. I got mine. I kind of need my fingers free for the whole finger wiggling business. So. I already have armor as my gauntlet, so it's not like I could use it. And All right, it's settled. The metal would interfere too much with my natural magic, magic I assume. We have to get yeah. it. Transmutation. Otherwise, I didn't find the cut you also. I didn't think you were making a beat line. Alright. Okay. Well, is there anything else we have to do here? Obviously, we have the Mary Valley to go to tomorrow. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. They would assume we're a teleport in there. Stands to reason since we're in rather a rush, but. Do we need to visit the cart or the bardo at all before then? Um. Well, this Riz, you want to see a horse? Mm, we still probably have a little bit until the Deadlands. I mean, we would know if the Deadlands reached the Holy City, probably. So, I mm. think the Vardo is safe for now. But anything past um, this birthday day. I'm gonna cast sending to Siva just real quick. <laughs> Uh -oh. <laughs> I'm just. Yes, you're screaming hey, see, on the well, Clear, quick. I know things aren't good, but the Deadlands aren't at the Holy City yet. Correct? We are working on it. We're almost there. I think that's it. Okay. Uh, you get a response a short time later. The Deadlands are at our doorstep. We're under attack all the time. Things are bad. Please hurry. Wait, yeah, so what recently said is correct, technically, yes. The demands are not there yet. Well, that's good work. The ball step's not in, inside the doll. It's pretty bad. But, you know, not... Yeah. Mm. We should probably hurry. <laughs> Alright, um... I, I turn to Karis. Is everything pretty much set with the device that you and Lebet were talking about? The Necrosucky thing? 
thought it was Necro Suck uh, 5000. Yeah, the, the NSD. Um, yeah, mm. it's 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 done. I mean, as soon as. Uh, how do we how do we move as it? As soon as you all want to use it. We're going to put it in Levet's box, yes? Yeah. Uh, can we do that now? I think so. I think it should, it should be ready. I'd like to give it one more, a uh, once over before we transport it, but. Uh, should I roll an engineering check, or should we just say that it looks good? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and give it a once over. Um, you can even, like, test fire it here if you want. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good wrong. idea, but that is very in character for Levette to do. I mean, you can set it to, like, 1% power. Yeah, that's what I'll do. Wow, that was a nat 1, so only a 28 <laughs> oh, on the engineering. No. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, no. Um, oh, God. All right. All right. Here's oh, what's going to happen. So, uh, Levette, like, slaps goggles on, gets in there, gloves, gloves. <laughs> you know, starts, like, rooting around in some of the machinery on this thing. And, th like, the design of this thing is this giant metal spiral that kind of moves up and around this room with this big funnel on the top. And Levette's kind of rooting around in some of the guts of this thing, you know, making sure that all the all the, the, the routing is all right and everything is, is correct. Uh, climbs back out of it, you know, drops back to the ground, goes over and gets ready to activate it, you know, setting it to 1% power. Just do a test fire, nothing major. And uh, accidentally sets it to 10% power instead of 1% power. It's like an exactly that. <laughs> Uh, like misreads the dial or screws up something, just 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 ever so slightly, and and you I, know starts I it. Thought that so, uh, there was a decimal point on the dial. Yeah, but that's how I usually fashion them, and that's not what what Karis right. did. Yeah, so it was a it was a, an error in in translation, maybe. So you know you you activate the device, so this whole thing begins to hum and shake, and all these different metal plates start to move around against each other. The whole thing starts like there's this, this tapping, like this, like a metal hammering somewhere inside this thing, and the whole thing is shaking and, and moving to life. Like steam starts to shoot out of certain points of it, and there is this feeling of it's it's sort of difficult. It's almost like indigestion at first. Like you feel like you have like this expanding ball of gas inside your stomach like you need to burp that but you can't about. and it keeps getting like bigger and bigger and bigger and it starts to like crush at your insides a little bit like like it's like Very it's filling you this. up with so much like you're being filled up with so much stuff that you feel like you're gonna burst and not um, so familiar with that one yeah so like so it's just like this almost this incredibly bad like indigestive or gas pain uh, kind of in your stomach. And uh, as this happens, uh, Levette realizes the mistake and like quickly shuts the system off. But in that in that time, uh, everyone's gonna take uh, about 44 points of damage. Jesus. <laughs> so, just in that very short time. Uh, it works! <laughs> like, Karis like doubles over. Oh, like, on the ground, so, like, gods, what? The what children are that? dead. Okay, so that's that's one that's one point zero, not point zero one. I'm dying. I remember that next time. 
so the system like as it shuts down it like this like the 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 energy the sound of this thing like slowly kind of goes back and drones back to nothingness but after this effect like the doors burst open and both the kids run in to like Mom, to hear wrong? what happened oh kids hey there was um just a small accident it's okay we're just doing science in here it's fine <laughs> this is not what science fucking sucks it's it's just you're feeling progress that's what you're feeling right now just use magic <laughs> but they the kids are pretty much giving you a death glare <laughs> they they help Karis to her feet and uh she will start she'll channel energy a couple times and uh fix up any injuries in the room Oh, Ooh, so a few seconds later, everybody's breathing a little bit easier. <sighs> okay, no more test files in the house. That's it. That's done. We, we got it. It works. I suppose that's a, a demonstration that it definitely functions. Also, really <laughs> illustrates your whole point about not being near it when we don't done, which I took seriously. But yeah. I don't mean to assume otherwise. Wait, is that going to happen when we activate it? Well, we, we don't want to be near it. We want that to be near Malchus. So will I there, you know, be a timer? I thought we wanted to be in the Deadlands. Well, yeah, I mean, he's gonna probably be there, I mean... Are we sure about it? that? He was all... Well, he, what's his whole thing? I'm going to Porota to make my true throne. It's been, like, a couple months, okay? It's hard to remember things. <laughs> well, do you want me to try to figure out where he is? I still have that gut feeling I might be able to. I don't know. In place He'll I'm probably be able to tell where you are in turn. Yeah, he's not... Put the target on this place and they'll take hell. Yeah, Strang's usually a two-way street if it's after somebody particularly powerful. I don't think it's quite like oh. Strang, but... I really would rather it not be here, please. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that makes sense. Just... Yeah, just often. But, but seriously, if we are activating that thing at full power, mm. aren't we just going to die immediately? No, Is there a way to activate it without being next to it? Yeah, it's got a timeout. Ah. Time setting. But, well, I will, if if we use the time setting here at 1%, mind you, I didn't think I was going to see what happened, so. In, I, the, this wasn't the plan. So, should we just go at the center of the Deadlands then when we put this up? Probably, probably wherever the Mega Spell hit. Um, I mean, if and... The are all ready to the early city. City's doorstep is what I was told. Also, we might need to pump this thing up all the way to a hump raid. So, uh, yeah, we're gonna really have to skedaddle the fuck out of there. Given how far the Deadlands have spread, we're also probably gonna have to figure out where the center of it is, even now. <laughs> oh, it's never given a shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Right. Well, uh, let's get your box out and put it in. Why, yes. I'll do exactly that. Yeah. Mom? Yeah. Yes. Are we going to die? No. No, why would you say that? What if it doesn't work? It will work. I made sure of it. It'll work. Well, Just... Yes, your part will work, but what if... We're not going to let anything happen 
to any if of you. It, all all look, of the parts are going to work, okay? It is going to work, and if it doesn't work for some reason, we are nothing if not determined. We Hello. will keep you safe. It'll work, okay? okay. It'll be fine. I, it's it's okay. She she goes down on a knee and she pulls them both into a big hug. It'll be all right. We just we have you know everything under control. They just have to take this far away and then turn it on to full power, and okay. it'll make all of the bad people go away. We'll protect you, mom. Yeah, we're not gonna let anything hurt you. I know, I know. And she holds them even tighter. <laughs> all right. Uh, so uh, are we currently getting this thing in or is it already in now? Yeah. Um, yeah, so within a few moments, like Levette works their their abilities and the NSD has been contained within the box. And I want to reiterate it is called a necrotic siphon device. Okay, I don't know who started saying Nikosaki? I think it's not what it's I mean, it sounds like the same word, so... I mean, it's the same thing. I, and I, I kind of feel that Karis put all his time and building oh. into it, that it maybe Karis deserves Definitely to, to name it. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. I, I I just think it's... You know, it's it's just a ne necrotic siphoning device. Uh, but, you know, whatever you want to call it. When you are parents, you know, words get a little more cutesy, yes? Mm-hmm. Well, yes. I mean, I suppose that's true, but I don't know if that's... It kind of sounds like... You know, never mind. I mean, I just feel like siphon is a bit too pretentious. That's all I'm saying. But it siphons. It, but it's, it's a, it doesn't just suck, it stalls. Vera has and a point. Them. You do sound very pretentious when you <laughs> but say it. different things. <laughs> Here, let's, let, let's... I'm pretty... You know me, so... Necro-siphoning device... Necro sucky. Yeah, one of them rolls off the tongue, the other makes me want to punch you. <laughs> right? Right? But the NSD is fine. Yeah, we'll go with NSD. I mean, that it's way faster. it could stand for either a one and. But it stands, but we, we do know which one it does stand for, on that. Right, the sucky one, and... right? Mm hmm. I mean, I say. Um, <sighs> but before we go talk to Cell tomorrow, um. I would like to try something and see if perhaps I can get some foresight on perhaps how to guide him better. Um, mm. So I'm probably going to go and, you know, meditate out the side. There's a beautiful tree out there. Might sit next to it. Is Jiro down here with us? Jiro's always here. <laughs> yeah, probably. Just right there. Sorry, just out of character, guide who better, Kenny? I didn't... Zell. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Jill, do you could you help me with something? I don't know actually. Are you? In, I know you have skills with the throwing weapons and the small weapons. Do you know how to use like larger blades? Jiro thinks about it for a moment and unsheaths one of his wakasashis, which is kind of a short bladed katana. Right. And and holds it up. You know, puts an arm out like like shows like here to here 
indicating like that's as big of a weapon as he wields. Okay, and then unsheath, well, I... and then he'll resheath it. I mean, oh. <laughs> I was hoping somebody could to give Algevad some cleaning, but uh, I don't think anyone here really uses swords, actually. I've I got mean, the staff. Just oh, basically. I mean, swords aren't that hard to use. They're pretty similar yeah. to hammers. You just swing it gonna... and kill things, right? Mm -hmm. Pointy, Pointy hand goes on the other towards, person, towards right? I mean, I've literally, Petravi and I have trained people in the hive to use them, basically. Yeah. Like, they're no what? masters, obviously. Well, I mean, there... uh, we're... I'm trying to get them kind of good at these. Is there, I mean, forgive me for being potentially insensitive here, but is there enough of Archie left in Archie to be able to pick up something that complex? I mean, he's not going to put his own spin on it, but he can he can memorize farms. Pretty sure Levette can just tell Archie to do things and he'll do them. I mean, well, if you have somebody but... who. Well, yeah, so he's not so simple instructions like pointy pointy and that um, he's going to be confused by somebody who actually knows what they're doing could show him like a farm. I think he would he would be able to do that. I mean, he might replicate it too closely. I don't know. Speaking of which, how is your work going on whatever it was you were working on to try and help him? It's still in the opening stages. It's a big project, but I don't know when it will be finished. I... yeah. It's well, he's worth it. Of course. It's... it's... been... tricky. But it's fine. Yeah. It's in progress. So if we're heading out to see Zell tomorrow, we've got the rest of the day then to... I don't know, get our affairs in order. That's yes. what it's beginning to feel like. That's why I said I was going to go meditate right. and try to find an answer for him, maybe. Yeah, I have some meditating to do for myself as well. And Vera will uh, step into the backyard where the maze is and stuff. Yeah, Riz will follow Vera because they're going to be meditating outside as well. Travian's going to follow Vera. Vera's going to stay with Levette because they have a conversation that they would like to have with Levette. Alright. So oh. the group drifts in different directions uh, with Riz, Petravian, Vera, Jiro uh, heading to the backyard. Karis and the kids leave the room to go attend to other business, leaving Curla and Levette in the workshop. So we'll remain in the workshop for now. So everyone else has departed, leaving the two of you alone. Okay, well, alright. I'm going to send Archie out to the back to practice anyway. Okay. Just for scene setting purposes. You got it. Well, Hello. I mean, I don't know if you... No, go ahead. Oh, uh, Levette's going to start by heading out to find Moira, but, you know, if you stop her. Levette, could I have a quick word? It's not, yes. nothing, nothing bad, just... Okay, I, I didn't assume it was. Not really looking well, really. No, n nothing like that. I was trying to set your mind at ease before, you know, someone says, can I have a word that might get the anxiety going? I thought perhaps that oh, was yeah, the case with fair. you. But... 
And Curla the whole time has been sort of hobbling around with the spear from Vera, the top of which that they've snapped off, so it's not looking too good, this makeshift walking stick that they're using, and of course their legs are horrible and spidery. So Curla will kind of pace back and forth a little bit, slowly and a little painfully, uh, and say to Levette, so do you think you could do something with, with this uh, to make it a little bit easier, a little bit nicer, maybe? And they'll kind of hold up the, the makeshift stuff, wobble a bit, and quickly like put it back on the ground. <laughs> you said something. I didn't want to fling anything up because I was worried it might be rude, but it did look kind of painful. Yeah, um, it's, uh, it's maybe something a little bit shorter, not too short, but a little bit shorter, a little bit thicker, and do you want the new staff or new legs? The staff, I should say. If, if it were a case okay. of getting new legs, then I would I would probably be able to pull it off myself. That's Curla a good will kind point. of gesture at Lavette's legs. Uh, yeah, I was actually hoping to return the favor. Uh, but not hoping, I mean, it's fine. I'll help out that I can. Staff would, would be handy, but speaking of your legs, Curla's yeah. going to look kind of uncomfortable. I... What's... I didn't quite get it, I think, at the time. I was more concerned with getting done with what we were trying to get done, and uh, we were in a rush. I took the pragmatic approach. I didn't really stop to think what the legs that you had meant, may have meant to you before I kind of talked you into just letting me fix, fix them and regenerate your own. That That was... I didn't get it at the time, thinking about it now with these, and Carla will gesture at their own spider legs. That was pretty fucking insensitive of me, thinking back. Well, it's alright. I mean, uh, you're right, the pragmatic, we, we are in the very important mission, we need to be pragmatic, and while there was some sentiment attached, there was also a lot of baggage. And I can't say the baggage is all gone now, but I definitely have less of an obvious reminder I can think about the present now. I'm, I'm glad you're all right with how it turned out, but yeah, I, uh, it's been bothering me for the last day. You know, wait, wait, you like like a chair that could go with you? I, I think it's just the staff. You know me, I'm kind of low tech, but thank you, I do, I do appreciate it. I don't really do low tech. I'm not sure what you're asking me about. That's what you want, but. Well, I know that you do good. I remember the bracelets that they helped me make for Jero, and I know that you do nice brass work, metal work, and so I mean, you can, stick, you can stick any gear as you like on this on this staff, as long as I can just use it as a staff. It doesn't need to turn into anything else, or... No. Do you mind if it works this way? If, if that'll make you happy, Levette. And, I, you know, if, it, if just... you... Whatever works. It'll make me happy, honestly, because I don't know if we're all going to survive this then, or go our own separate ways afterwards, and I wouldn't mind having something to remind me of your creations. Um, I'll see what I can do. I'll get you a new one, so you still have something to walk with in the meanwhile. Right, appreciate that. I don't exactly think Vera is going to want this back, and they kind of point at the broken off tip. Although they can't change the shape of wood stuff, can't they? So maybe they'll just turn it into a brand spanking new one again. Pardon me? I'm pretty Didn't... sure it was a quarter staff. It was I a... still ha 
I, I threw it at you. It's not a spear. It's a quarter staff. The only spear okay. I have is a uh, silvered. I beg pardon. I thought you threw a spear at me. It's been a month and a bit. Okay, quarter staff then. Completely but functional maybe, staff. Well, maybe it's broken now since Vera threw it at you. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I think Carola wants something more like a walking stick than a staff. Okay. Yeah, I as a player was a little unsure. I can see what you mean. But, uh, all right, so thank you. That's that's. Okay. If you need money for components or anything, just let me know. I, I'm happy to. I mean, probably not. We just need a like a walking stick. Oh, I could make it. I've got this sneaky trick so you can put a blade inside of it, so you'll never undefend it. If you want to do that, Levati, by all means, put your I mean, put your stamp on it. I've been too critical of your creations in the past, so. I'm just saying it's helped me pretty well in the past. Go and for it. I've got many an enemy to back down when they realize there is Alan. Well, I haven't, I don't remember saying that, but I'll take your word for it and thank you for that. You know, one of the most actually, right? Yeah, okay. I'm <laughs> still getting flirting. Alright. Well, I should go and, I don't even know, meditate. It seems to be the popular option today. Have a word with Rez maybe when they're done with their work but yeah i'll uh thank you Levat. and carla will kind of just awkwardly shuffle off because it's weird to ask for help all righty oh, yeah. well uh carla departs the room and we are going to zoom back over to the garden behind the house the garden of eden uh, <laughs> i mean not In necessarily be, edens but you know whatever um <laughs> oh, I mean, back here uh, it used Archie, to be Archie is out here, like, moving around very rudimentarily, like, swinging the sword back and forth uh, over in, like, the west side of the garden. And sort of more near the center, you've got um, Riz, Jiro, uh, Vera, and Petravian kind of hanging around. The form's not terrible, just a little blocky. I mean... I could always try to show him how I can use a sword, but I'll have to mm. wait until a bit later. Yeah. Do you know how to do that, brother? Any what to teach? Well, yeah, I mean, well, show him a few lessons. Yeah, I can do that. Um, I had a thought before I go help. Um. So seeing is what the NSD, I, I hope it'll all, I'm, I'm certain it'll all work, right? We can only hope it does. Not like anything else we can do will help the situation. Pretty much our only hope in that. Um, I had a sort of thought, not a complete one, but maybe start of one, not sure. So um, proud of you. All right, I'm listening. So, the chaos seed. Yes. From what you tell, you said it. It's got some potent magic, right? Very. It. From what I understand, it can feed off of natural magic to about more chaotic natural magic okay 
that's the best I can understand it, really. So, the royal royal honey that you have is all just raw, condensed deity energy, right? It's divine. Yes. Divine. It's, it's okay. What what if you threw the seed into a jar of that and threw it at them? At Marcus. I don't know if it would do anything, to be honest. Um, one, I don't want to get divinely infused substances on a overly powerful lich to begin with. And I'm just worried it'll be too easy. <laughs> I don't even know if the chaos seed will do anything when it touches divine magic. Mm. Like, I, I maybe you could ask Karis uh, if she wanted to look at the seed. Maybe she'd know, but I, I have no idea. Okay. Um. Do you mind if I, do you have do you mind if I go and do take that and go do that? Sure, can you just make sure to bring it back to me? Of course. And Vera will root around inside of her bag and will grab a bottle that has, I think it's a vial that has the seed inside of it. Okay. We'll hand it over to Petravian. Hmm. Okay. Petravian, it, it sparks and hums little purple motes of energy inside the vial. Hmm. It seems to be truly chaotic. It's a shard of pure chaos. Just like me. <laughs> what? Did you just say the paladin was chaotic? No, me oh, as all, a person. All power's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. Me as it. a y'all heard person. Y'all heard him. Y'all heard him. Powers are gone. Say it. No, <laughs> he said it. Caught you, uh. bitch. <laughs> Watch what you say. It's all right. It's not like we've got any big battles coming up soon. No, no, it's fine. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. Easy peasy. It's fine. It's fine. All right. So you have this vial with a chaos seed in it. What do you want to do with it? I want to go find Karis and ask them about it. See, okay. they might they might have a bit of more knowledgeable um, about right. it. Petravian turns and heads back into the building leaving uh, Vera, Jiro, and Riz in the backyard. Uh, I'll just go to Vera real quick. Uh, Vera's going to fly over uh, inside of the uh, hedge maze mm -hmm. uh, and is going to start meditating. Uh, and in turn, they're going to take a uh, newly created uh, wooden quarterstaff and start... Uh, basically drawing in a bunch of fireflies into it until it starts sparking and once again creates a uh, uh, firefly quarterstaff of uh, Firestorm. Wonderful. How is the hedge maze looking, by the way? It's it's doing its best. <laughs> Aww! <laughs> I, I believe it was said that it, had, it was mostly repaired from mm -hmm. last time. Yeah, it's, it's easier than it used to be. So, so it makes it more accessible to everyone. So my work here. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a very malifrant way to look at it, yeah. Mm. Used to be elf height, but you know it's okay. 
Yeah, so now it's made for everybody. Fuck you! Well, except... <laughs> not, not for everybody. That's true. <laughs> it's a little harder for the short people, for the uh, vertically challenged. If it was for everyone, there would be multiple paths that would be for each specific race, but you know, it's okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So some are more important. Than... <laughs> wow. wow. That's a very Vera thing to say. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, but anyways, that is all uh, Vera does at the moment. All right. So Vera goes and charges up there, walking the new quarterstaff with a firestorm. And meanwhile, Riz, you settle down somewhere and want to have a meditation? Yeah, I would like to... Um, I now remember the symbol of Thess now, right? Oh, yeah. I would like to, in the dirt, carve it out, place my hands down, and mm -hmm. kind of concentrate on that as I put myself into a meditative state, trying to reach out to this god to communicate with them. Okay. Riz, um, roll me a d20. Okay. Oh, boy. Nat 20. All right, then. Well, <laughs> in that case... The fates agree. Yeah, the fates agree indeed. Christ. Perfect. Well, Riz, <laughs> you are... As you place your hands down on either side of the symbol of Thess, you are no longer in the garden. You find yourself standing on a flat crystal floor that stretches off into infinity. It's perfectly see-through, aside from it, just a little bit of light that reflects off of it, so you know it's there. And above you and around you and in all directions is the endless starscape of the of the universe. You're not alone. Standing there before you is Thess. She looks at you, up and down, kind of regards you, and then we'll just simply say, so how was it? It was magical. <laughs> Thank you. You needed a vacation. Yeah, probably. I'm glad that you got it, finally. But I also sense that you're not done down there. No. And, you know, if I don't die, I might want an extended one. So I'm hmm. probably gonna do that. I see. <clears throat> but... I suppose if the courts manage this long without you, we can extend your vacation a little longer. It'll feel like a blink in the eye up here. I need some help. Alright. And what can I do for you? I need to guide someone into using or rather utilizing true harmony of the world. And using that energy so that I can reverse the deadlines that are on 
the world that I am on. Well, I think that best advice I can give would be to have this person understand the interaction between their life and the lives of everyone that they've impacted and the way that those lives impact everyone around them and understand that life and experiences are in a way like a tapestry woven together of different threads of fate and they all come together to form the great picture of all things understanding where your thread leads and understanding the the role it plays in the greater tapestry seems like the most simple way to understand harmony to me I see. I think I understand what to do. Good. She steps a little closer. I'm glad that things went as well for you as they have. I may have been watching you a little closer than most. I see. Particularly because, well, none of the others of the court knew exactly what was going on. Didn't want to cause a panic. All right. I mean, that makes sense why people are so angry with me. One dream. One dream. <laughs> I Everybody's hope it wasn't, a critic. I hope it wasn't too stressful on you. I mean... Not the first few years. Maybe the last few have been a little, uh... <laughs> crazy. Daunting. Anxiety-giving. <laughs> but, I found a great guy and he actually likes me. <laughs> well... I suppose then you have a reason to stick around for a little while yet. Hence the whole, I, w I would like an extended uh, vacation that I'm going to take. Thess will think about it and then nod. I think that's reasonable. I know. <laughs> it is me. But it's been so fun. I will enjoy seeing this through the end, and then, uh, working once more. Of course. I look forward to that day, and I hope that the time between now and then are joyous for you. And they kind of hesitate for a moment, and then they go up and they hug them. Thess wraps her arms around you, and just from a general standpoint on sizes... Oh, yeah. Thess is a bit bigger than you. Just a bit. <laughs> a bit, bit taller than you. Uh, Thess, just to uh, explain, sort of looks like this 
being clad in these fine purple silk, like almost like a silk dress, but they don't really look humanoid exactly. They they sort of have a cross between a person wearing like a formal purple evening gown and a biblically accurate angel, if that's a way to describe them properly, uh, culminating in this glowing stylized eye where their head should be like this their their holy symbol effectively but uh they wrap they'll wrap their arms around you and pull you into a a tender hug and will release you and as they do you find yourself back in the garden This will either confuse him or make things easier. Who fucking knows? Jiro smiles at you. <laughs> we will find out. Rizzle, scoot over by Jiro and rest their head on his shoulder. Just relax. Jiro puts an arm around them and holds them there in the garden. And I, I think, think during that time. I, I'm just gonna say we skip over it, but I think Riz would like to tell Jiro the truth about themselves. Okay. Just while they're relaxing, just kind of slowly tell him who they are, mm -hmm. really. Okay. Alright. And so Riz quietly and calmly explains their past to Jiro and that will move time along forward. I think uh, Vera will uh, make a crude scimitar out of wood. Okay. Uh, and will try to explain uh, like swordsmanship to Archie. But since it's a scimitar, it's not the right style at all and is very unhelpful. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, anyone else? Ha oh, sorry. Uh, that takes us back inside uh, to Petravian, who mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. searching around for Karis and the kids, which you actually find them in the kitchen. Uh, Karis is in the process of preparing uh, the kids a lunch of, oh boy, something particularly kid-friendly. Uh, I want Mac strawberry and and jelly. <laughs> no, I want grape jelly. <laughs> Okay, kids. Um, we, we have both. Ew. We have we have both. You don't. Of course, you, don't have you would to have like the same... grape. Well, yeah, I it's mean, good. Could... <laughs> kids, you don't have to have the same kind of jelly. It's okay. But. <laughs> <laughs> but we always. <sighs> I mean, sometimes you have the same jelly, but it's it's okay to develop your own tastes, you know. Now, the real question is, how do you cut the sandwich? Oh, Travian, you startled me. <laughs> With a knife? Uh, triangles are in the middle. I, I, <laughs> triangles are squares. Yeah, usually, Crust or no crust. Usually with a knife. Oh, and they, they don't like crust. I mean, who does? I mean, it would be with hard exterior. Mm, Most awful. adults tend to, but so that's Luna kind of speaks up. I kind of like it. I like the oh, texture. Would you, would you like crust on yours then today? Yes. All right. Ew. Then yours will have crust. <laughs> oh, 
Sure, jelly boy. <laughs> you're gonna <laughs> like grape jelly. Uh, don't be mean. Well, you're making fun of me for the crust. <laughs> and Marculus, would you like crust on yours? No. <laughs> okay. So Karis turns and we'll continue <laughs> preparing. And she'll look over at Petravian. And how do you want yours? <laughs> do you have apricot oh, jellies? Bless. Um, do you have strawberry preserves? She taps one of the jars next to her with a, with a little knife she's using. See, Can someone I... of culture. Uh, fucking. Sorry, uh, Mom. Oh, <laughs> she turns. Swedra. You know, I, I honestly. I have no one to blame but your Aunt Lavette. So, <laughs> so Vera, Vera dodged the bullet. I'm not I'm not upset with you. I'm disappointed oh. in our oh. friends. And I know that you're better than this. Mm. She'll, give, <laughs> she'll give the kids up she'll she'll give I I don't know which kid said it, but she'll give that kid a hug. It's Marculus. And then, <laughs> Marculus, and then mm -hmm. go back to uh, to making sandwiches. Hey, you know what, Skellis? We got shit to do with, so. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, I had a question. Maybe you might have some insight. All right. Ooh. She says, still making sandwiches. Ooh. Crunchy peanut butter. Mm. Oh, Both okay. of the kids say ew. <laughs> You want you want crunchy on yours? Okay. She takes out a different jar and begins working on on uh, making one with crunchy peanut That's butter. That's an old man right there. I know, right? Some people <laughs> I, like I the mean, texture. It's gross. Like both. <laughs> it's true. I also prefer the creamy. Creamy is where it's at. Yes, it's so true. That's true. Mm. So she finishes and she passes uh, a one over to Marculus with no crusts, one over to Saluna with crusts, mm. and then she holds up the last one and looks at Petravian and says, would you like this with or without crust? I'll take it with crust. All right. So how can I help you? So while we were off in um, Gintao, we came across, we happened across this. Apparently it's a chaos seed. Someone approached Vera, wanted them to plant near, um, one of the litho gates. We think it had, has, it's connected to Eden. We think it might cause an overgrowth, an exponential overgrowth of, of plant life. And we, we just wanted to see if you got any insight on it. I mean, it certainly looks strange. She reaches out and she'll take the vial from you and look at it. And as she's looking at it, both the kids seem to have completely lost interest in their sandwiches and are now, like, fixated on this vial. Uh-oh. Can we have it? <laughs> no, you can't. You can't no. have it. This kind of looks like it could be dangerous magic. Well, I think Karis has already yeah. got a couple of chaos seeds. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the point. Um, one of the my idea 
is... I'm not saying it would destroy Marcus, but maybe if it may distract him if we if we were to toss it in a jar of that royal honey that Vera has and threw it at him. I'm not really sure why that would I, do anything to him, but I mean it would I draw mean, it would draw in I don't the, think that's how it works, Uncle Petravian. It you don't? No. Well, what do you think? I think we could use it. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, I think we could use it. To do what? Split it. And what would happen if you split it? I don't know. But we... Please, Mom? Yeah, please, Mom. No, this is very dangerous magic. I'm not well, giving this to you. We could contain it. No. Oh, oh, hold, okay, hold on, Karis. Hold on. Let, they're she precocious. Let's like, talk. She she gives you a look like. Watch I I, I, be, I, I believe in them. They're she, they're they're she, they're they're, they're, they're also children of soul. They're very adventurous and ingenuitive. So I find it hard uh, to believe the mum look wouldn't work on Betravian. Mm -hmm. I know, yeah. right? I, I do he with I will say he withers, but he's like, oh, I I know what you I know what you're thinking, but may, they're 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 really smart, and I mean, they, they, yes. you're raising them, and and, and they're, they're children. That, of... I understand who they're the children of. They're my children. <laughs> I'm going to tell yeah, you no, this. Let's... Go ahead. I... Enjoy your sandwich, Betravian. To the two kids. I tried. And uh Karis is gonna pocket the vial. Oh no. Yeah. Remember when, when Vera like one shot killed Karis? She somehow learned that technique and has deployed it. <laughs> right. So she has she has pocketed the vial with seed in it, and uh she says, I'm going to check this out and I'll let you know when I know more, okay? Thank you, Karis. I you appreciate have it. it. You can have it back when you can prove that you can use it responsibly. <laughs> Young man. And, uh, like, looking back over at the kids, Travian, you can see that both of them have, like, left their plates on the table, and they're, they've both had, like, maybe one bite of their sandwich, but they are, like, up from the table, over closer to the two of you, like, focused in, like, interested in... In, in your conversation. I um They're just staring at Karis's pocket. Kids, you aren't you hungry? Come on. Finish your sandwiches. Okay. And they begrudgingly go back to the table, but their eyes keep glancing back towards the pocket. Karis will give Petravian a, a, a polite smile uh, that seems to have the subtext of Get the fuck I'll out. talk to you later. No. <laughs> Built okay. Into it. okay. 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 Crunch, crunch. So Petravian, you walk back through the manor uh, mm -hmm. eating your crunchy peanut butter and strawberry preserves sandwich with crust mm. on. And 
uh, as you're strolling through the area, you kind of look through some of the halls and you you uh, think this place is honestly kind of too big and a little bit a little bit overly fancy just in general like some of these stained glass windows are a little bit too much for you they're pretty but a lot of upkeep uh are you heading back to the backyard or where were you intending on going uh yeah petravian was going to meander um may get almost lost but then catch himself again passing through the different rooms uh, well, as from last season around, one. As you come around a corner, uh, mm -hmm. you are going to bump into Curla, who is on their way out to the backyard as well. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Got a sandwich there? <clears throat> Strawberry preserves and crunchy peanut butter. That sounds... I'm, I'm glad you like it. Put it that way. I mean, I have got no room to talk about taste. I spent the last however many years eating rotten meat, but... Still doesn't sound all that appetizing. Maybe it's... Mm. Uh. Where are you coming from, aside from, I assume, the kitchen? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, was talking to Karis about the... about the chaos eat, and... Well... The, the kids seem very interested. Please tell me I didn't give it to them. I did not give it to them. I really hope Karis puts it somewhere safe, like the vault. Those kids are adorable, but I wouldn't put it past them to get up to some mischief. I'm curious, though. Right, and that's led you into so much trouble in the past. Yes, I know, but... With... With how smart and intuitive they are... I think they have something... That... Doesn't make they them have greatness. Mature. They have greatness in them. I don't know what kind of greatness, but greatness. We still don't necessarily think that it's a great idea to give something that powerful to someone that's that young and inexperienced. But I guess that'll be up to Karis. What did what did Karis say about the whole thing? I'm going to be talked to later. Oh dear, is someone in trouble? I don't know. I think so, but we shall see. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to spend the night with your nose in the corner holding a gold coin up against the wall, then you don't envy you that one. What, that's that not sounds an sounds awful. I'd rather I take mean, a flogging. That, I mean, the coin thing was the least of what happened to us in Palayana if we misbehave, but all right. I guess that's not a normal. Is that not I mean, widespread? Flogging and then cleaning, cleaning and digging a new latrine. Fun. What? Whatever. I th that's what they did in the legions, or that's what your parents did. I thought you got on well with your folks. Oh no, this was in the legion. I would bloody hope so. I mean, how many latrines would you need at your own personal home? Anyway, uh, this place is Mother a fucking maze. Well. I don't suppose you know where the library is, do you? Uh, I'd like to do a roll for that, if you don't mind, there, Beardy. Yeah, go for it. Well, uh, what would you like on that? That the uh, knowledge is local. Twenty modified by your wisdom. Okay, uh, my wisdom, I believe, is a is a zero, so it is a <laughs> flat twenty, baby. Bless. Respectable thirteen. 
All right, you remember where the library is, or you could figure um, it out based on the architecture. This way, actually. I was going to try and look for Rez, but I figured I should take care of a couple of things oh, first. Um, they're, oh, yeah, the, they're out oh, in I, the garden, but hey, I'll join you over in the library. I Maybe I should wash my hands, though, first. Yeah, you go touching books or scrolls with, what was it, crunchy peanut butter and jelly? Uh, no, just no. Yeah. I mean... That could be another flogging in another latrine. <laughs> no, I, I, I learned that lesson years ago. Never go into a library with dirty hands. Yeah, one of the Detlevs might have a word with you. What if they have? Do they have a Detlev here? I have no idea. I hope that <laughs> we survive this. House? I hope we survive this shit coming up because I kind of want to have another look at that guy, but bigger I, I fish to fry first. So where is the library? Are you, you... Uh, right, right over here. I mean, far left is a circle, so I feel like I must have passed it once or twice already. No, no, you just, you just needed to do... It's over here. Come on. Oh, it's so the a moment. Big... You could just Sorry. go to the library. <laughs> yeah, a moment later, uh, Petravian takes you through an archway into a large open area with lots and lots of books. The, the room itself is about two stories tall with a balcony level above you and... Uh, books all over this place. It has a, that wonderful old paper smell permeates oh, the room. Never get mm. tired of this place. Ah, smell of knowledge and mold. It's a good smell. Well, a few books were few and far between, and I read as much as I could, but gracious me, I could spend a lifetime in here. But well, things to do. I'll leave you to it. Unless you need Cheers. any help. No, I'll, uh, I think I can manage. Maybe. Girl right. is going to kind of look at... I just hope the books are on the first level. Girl will look at, I assume, a ladder leading up to the higher rows of books. Yeah, there's there's a, a small staircase leading up to the balcony level uh, hmm. that how, has more books on that level. So How tricky is it to navigate with a quarter staff I mean, and spider It's a pretty legs. standard staircase, so... I, okay. I mean, trickier for you than most people now, but not impossible. Okay. By any stretch. Um, well, so what are you looking for? Carl is going to be looking for books on Veluna. Okay. Anything to uh, do with Veluna and their, their religion. Wonderful. Go ahead and give me a perception check to search the area for any books that meet those criteria. I would be happy to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ooh, that was a nat one for an adjusted me. total of 24. Damn. Okay. Uh, I mean... You search... You search the area, but the only thing you're able to find is a book that's already been pulled out from one of the shelves and is on a table, and it's called, like, The Moon and You. <laughs> it appears to be a children's story um, about oh. <laughs> how to tell your kid, like, basically how to introduce your children to Voluna. And it's like, you know, look up at them. It's it, The whole thing's kind of written as, like, a poem, and it's like, you know, Look up at the moon, see the the moon rays beam. You know, it, it's really juvenile, and there's like pictures on every page. Uh, but it, it kind of explains like what the moon does and why it's nice and dreams and Voluna. And it's 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 really rudimentary and really basic, and it's definitely written for children. Valor is nonetheless going to read through it two or three times. Yeah, by the end of that, you feel like yeah, okay. 
<laughs> That's definitely a thing. That's a book. They will, they'll finish up with it and then sigh and um, take their fine little journal out of their pouch and flip through it, scratch something off. Maybe it's a to-do list. But they will then look at the next item and uh, take a deep breath and steal themselves for what they must do next uh, as they think of their parents all the way out in Palayana and attempt a sending spell. Okay. And who is the target of the sending spell? Um, it will be their mother. Uh, okay. Samurai. I believe it was Dura. Dura? Samurai. Samurai, yes. And then it will yep. be their father, Duru. They're going to send the same message five okay. seconds apart. Wonderful. All right. Uh, what is the message? The message is... I wish I could tell you in person, but there's no time. Verla's resting with Veluna. It's what she wanted. I'm still sorry. I tried. Very nice. Okay. Uh, so finger to temple, they'll they'll think of their mother, they'll send it off, and then as soon as they can, they will send it off to mm -hmm. their father as well. Okay. Messages uh, back interrupt each other, you know what they're saying. Yeah, a little bit <laughs> a little bit later you get both responses. Uh, and I'm gonna say for the sake of the magic it doesn't it doesn't overlap. Thank you. And make it useless. Thank you. So you get you get one of the responses followed immediately by the next response. Um, and they're both generally the same thing in that that is um, they express that they are disappointed that Verla's you know, resurrection failed, but they're also uh, glad that she's at rest finally and at peace and that they're, they both express that they are glad that you are that you were able and willing to do this. So you get the sense that they're, I guess the best way to put it is that they're proud of you in a way. Um, I think that's probably the, the, that's probably the most concise way to put it. Um, but that they, they are also, you know, saddened by the whole situation as well. Oh, Carla will kind of rest up against the table and uh, take a few minutes to compose themselves because they're not looking too great after that. That was unpleasant for them. So they'll just take a few moments to compose themselves and then they will take another look around the room, soaking in all of that knowledge and the beauty of the place, and then they will slowly make their way out, uh, stumblingly, really relying on the cane. Okay. And where are you heading? They are going to head towards the garden again, if they can find their way. Okay. Uh, please make me a d20 check, modified by your wisdom. Modified by my wisdom. Navigate this unfamiliar, maze-like manner. Certainly. So my wisdom is a plus one, so... Oh, shag. That's a five, so a six total. 
All right. Well, uh, Curla leaves the library and is pretty sure that it was a right here. Um, yeah, it's a right here, definitely. And goes and makes a couple turns. And before they know it, they're actually managed to get completely lost uh, in the manor. <laughs> uh, to the point where they can't even get back to the library. Um, like, in their panic, they keep thinking, like, oh, I've definitely been down that way. I've definitely been down that way. I haven't been down that way. So they go down that way. They're like, wait a minute. I've been to, I've seen this fountain before. And they turn around and go back another way. Uh, and before you know it, you find yourself in an, an interesting kind of offshoot of the building. And you step into a room and you find, like, what appears to be either, like, a sunroom or a reading room of some kind with this nice overstuffed chair set underneath this window with a lot of natural light coming in on it. It's, it's like a beautiful place to like sit and relax. And as you pop in there, uh, there's actually someone sitting on the chair, like reading a book. Do I recognize them? Um, I don't think you have seen this person before. No, it's a, an older elf man. Uh, Pardon me, sir, for uh, in intruding. I'm uh, a tad bit lost. Oh, it's all right. Um, it, I didn't realize anyone was coming down to this part of the manor. He closes the book and sets it down. He stands up and he's wearing uh, the same kind of colors that Karis and the kids tend to wear, like these 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 purples with the teal streak and like the teal accents on it. Uh, he looks. Like I said, a bit a bit of like an older elf. He's definitely an adult, um, probably um, maybe a little bit past his prime even as far as elves go. So you'd guess he's probably somewhere in the three hundred year old range, maybe. Adler's gonna stand there awkwardly, just sort of looking him over, and also acutely aware of the fact that they must look particularly bizarre and perhaps even horrifying. Um, it's sorry. Are you um? A friend of Karis, then? Oh, right. Uh, sorry, Aima. Kella will stumble over and kind of put out a hand, the wrong hand, because they've got the cane in one, and then they'll they'll trade over. Yeah, oh, oh all right. And shakes your hand with the wrong hand. Aima. It's nice to meet you. Uh, the name's Osteris. Uh, uh, sorry, say that one more time. I didn't... Oh, uh, Osteris? Osteris. It's, I'm, I'm Kerla, and yeah, I'm a friend of Karis. Kind of more in the party with Karis's friends. I don't know Karis that well, but I oh, kind of oh, I see. to know them a little bit. Gotcha. So that means you know um, Vera and Petravian and Levette, then? Right. I've been traveling with them for a few months now. Gotcha. Uh, oh, a few months. Ah, I see. But they're even... an interesting bunch, for certain. You can say that again. Yeah. They're, uh... how, may I ask how, how you know them? Oh, uh... They used to uh, adventure with with my kid a while ago. That would be uh, Sol, I think was was the name I've heard a little bit about them. Do I have that? Soliana, right? yes. Soliana, right? Mm -hmm. I I've heard good things. There is a, a nice statue of them in in the holy city. He looks a little bit sad at the whole thing, thinking about it. Yeah, I'm sure it's a beautiful statue. Sorry, I didn't mean to bring up anything. It's it's fine. Um, 
No, it's not many people come out to this part of the, the manor anymore. Uh, and I'm I... honestly not even here that often these days. Beg your but... pardon for intruding. I'm rather oh, lost. May, may I ask? I was uh... just reading some old books. Um, books, eh? Mm -hmm. and, and anything good? Most of what I do. I was just in the library, and and yeah, you've got an amazing collection here. Is this is this yours then? Is this uh, Sal it, used to live? I never quite understood. Well, this this estate belongs uh, to my family, so uh, I suppose at this point it belongs to Karis. I see, I see. She's she's my daughter as well. Oh right. God, I, I never wrap my head around all the different family dynamics in this group. It gets pretty complicated, but <laughs> well. They're, they're good folk, and I know that the family will do well by her. Karis is doing a wonderful job with uh, with the kids. You can yeah, they're tell a handful, much. that's for certain. But but he gets to be a grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> How, uh, how well informed, if I may ask, are you on uh, what's been going on in the outside world? Well, I mean, I'm I'm a retired diplomat, so I've I've been around to most everywhere. But I'm also, like I said, retired, so I don't I... get the freshest of news these days. But I still have contacts here and there. I just meant more with the whole world and then trying to stop it business. Oh, all, all that. I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm aware of it, but. I, I mean, you all have it well in hand. Last I heard, or certainly trying. Then I have nothing to worry about. Oh, I appreciate the vote of confidence. I wish I had yours. I mean, when you get as old as I am, you, you don't. I'll just put it this way: it's this isn't the first world-ending crisis I've seen, and I'm sure that you'll do just fine. That's kind of you, and also kind of you to not go running in the other direction. I'm sure you've seen a fair amount, but I'm still getting used to just how nasty these girls will kind of indicate their, their legs. Oh, I mean, it, it's fine. I mean, I'm sure that whatever happened will maybe get better. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure your situation exactly, but I, I mean... That's a long there's story, lots of... Lots of things these days that can help, I suppose. Uh, you must excuse me. I'm kind of used to assuming that people are going to think the worst of me, and sometimes they give them the reason for that. And why am I talking so fucking much to a complete stranger? I I apologize. It's been it's a weird fine, few days and weeks and months here. Well, it it's quite all right. Like I said, um, I'm I'm rarely here these days anyway, so you just sort of caught. Caught me on a, a good day, I suppose. May while I, I ask? Was in town. Whereabouts do you usually spend your time then? Oh, I, I travel around quite a bit. Uh, part of being a diplomat meant having a lot of different houses and, well, truth be told, a lot of different obligations in different places. So I'm trying to keep up with those obligations more proactively these days. Like businesses or, or something? Kind of rubs the back of his head. Um, personal obligations, I suppose, would be a better way to put it. Not sure I fully catch your drift there, but... <laughs> Bless. My... 
my marriage to Soliana's mother was political in nature. Oh. Um, and in my travels, um, uh, the heart wandered, I suppose is the way to put it. So I had other obligations in other places these days. I, I think I understand what you mean. Are, are all your obligations doing all right? Oh, yes. Yes, they're, they're, they're lovely, in fact. Um, I couldn't have said that a few years ago, but I've made quite a bit of progress, and things have been good, I think. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I'm, and I'm, I'm, again, I'm sorry about the loss of Sal from everything that I heard that they were a, a good one. They were the best. I've lost people close to me as well, so I can't compare, but I uh, I understand a little bit of what it's like to lose someone important to you. They're not truly gone, uh, as I understand it, but maybe one day they'll return. I I still hope for that someday, but that's a bit of a fool's hope, perhaps. So is is the mother, your your political uh, wife, still in these parts as well? No. She's Apolo moved on. Ah, apologies if that was a rude question. I... It's it's fine. Um, the events, the events that happened those that day, weighed on her more heavily than I think most others. Understandable. It's not really my business anyway. I very and Levat and Petravian often, well, sometimes talk about some of the stuff that happened five years ago. But obviously, I haven't known them long enough to unpack all of that, and it's, it's their business, not mine. It was an interesting time, to say the least. Uh, I, uh, I should probably leave you to your, oh, your books. I, 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 <laughs> of course. Um, I don't suppose you know how to get back to the, the gar of course you do. It's your oh, bloody house or your family's <laughs> house. <laughs> yeah. oh, yay. Yay. Yes. Yay. Yes. Hi, Grandpa. Kids. He goes down and he <laughs> <laughs> will sort of like dumble out of the way because I assume the kids are just like just racing at him. Scoops them both up and stands back up, holding one in each arm. Hi, Grandpa. Hi, Grandpa. Hello. <laughs> we could oh, sense that there. Uh, Auntie Lala was having issues, so we came by. But we didn't know that you were talking. We're sorry. We didn't mean to interrupt the conversation. It's okay. I was just uh, helping your Auntie Lala to, um, well, I guess better acclimate to the layout of the house, I believe is what we were discussing. I swear it's like a... I mean, I'd say it's like a maze, but you got one of those out in the garden. Although it's looking a little bit peaky compared to how it once was, but... It, it used to be nicer. <laughs> maybe I should, maybe, maybe I should blow up parts of the manor so it's more accessible. There you go. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean that's last time you like tried a... that, they just put it back together. Yeah. <laughs> it's gotta, thinking like a malifrant. <clears throat> gotta say, I do love being Auntie Lala. And Carla has actually... If they make a perception check, it's not going to be too obvious. It's not going to be 
it is obvious that they still have the sash from their festival clothing with the house colors like sort of looped around their belt so it's it's pretty clearly there well uh lala was looking for uh the way back to the backyard do you think you could uh, help them find it of course we can we know everywhere here who do you think you do. we are grandpa only the best navigators in this house that's right <laughs> <laughs> he, he gives them both a, a forehead kiss one after the other and then we'll set them down uh, to help Curla uh, make their way back to the backyard before they well, leave Curla they turn back and are like can you read us the story tonight he thinks about it and he kind of like looks up to the to to you know up and to the right kind of goes mm, if you're very good <laughs> Curla we'll will. <laughs> okay. Curla will extend the correct hand this time and and shake and give him kind of a nod. It, it was, he it was will not... take your hand. He like kind of pulls his fingers under yours, slides his thumb to the back of your hand, gently raises it, and will give it a kiss. Classic <sighs> dad. You get the sense that he has he has done this many times and is very good at the <laughs> formality of everything. Perla well, will kind of Damn. raise a slightly quizzical eyebrow, but that'll also color up a little bit. Uh, it, it was it lovely was meeting lo you. Lovely meeting you as well, and, and take this for what it's worth to you. You got the distinction of being the first person I've met in a long time who didn't immediately want to eat. The kids just stare at you. Long, long story. Just roll with us. <laughs> He just blinks and he says, I'm not sure if I should be disappointed in that or not. <sighs> Dad! Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> I don't think the kids get the innuendo, no. personally. No, but Soul, <laughs> get the innuendo, Soul miles and miles away, just goes, Dad! <laughs> Come on! Middle of leading an army of the apocalypse. She's like, come on, uh -huh. damn it. Some other planet. <laughs> Stop embarrassing me. <laughs> well, Curla's still trying to work that one out. Um, we'll let the kids lead them to wherever the kids want to lead them. Isn't our grandpa great? He's the best. He tells Lovely. stories really, really good. Mom's really good at telling stories, though. Yes, Mom's very good at telling stories. But Grandpa... He, he, like, moves with the stories. It's very impressive. He's a lovely chap. It was a pleasure meeting him. I wasn't expecting that. It's amazing where you end up when you're not actually trying to get somewhere. Well, when you are trying to get somewhere, but you got fuck all a sense of direction. Oh, God, that's a swear jar. Again, mm. I mustn't do that. When you've got no sense of direction. So Luna just, smart, uh, just smirks at Marculus. Carla will pull out another silver coin from their bag and hand it to one of the kids. Right, that's for the swear jar. Just promise me you'll put it in there. I mean, we really don't need money. I know, but it's a, you know, it's a thing. Besides, yeah. am I not supposed to spoil you if I'm your Auntie Lala? Is that not how it works? Why would money be spoiling us? Well, you can get something fun with it, sweeties or something. I, I'm not quite sure how it works. I apologize. Uh... Family is kind of weird, maybe. 
Actually, getting money from poor people is pretty offensive to us. Mm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we try mm -hmm. to give money to people who are poorer than us, actually. <laughs> uh, all right, then. Take this and give it to whoever you think is most worthy of it, if that will make you happy. Work. <laughs> or, or throw it into a wishing well. It's entirely up to you. Or give it back to me if you're more comfortable. It's totally fine. They hand the piece hey. to you. Carla will put it back in their inventory. <laughs> Auntie so Lala, you're going to learn that we don't really need things here. We just ask for them and get them. That's, uh... You realize, just, uh, well, I mean, you say you give money to the poor, so you must realize it, but that makes you pretty privileged, pretty pretty lucky, pretty fortunate in the in the wider world. But well, I guess. I mean, We've known we're different since we started in our existence. I, I, it's an interesting way to put it. Well, we were kind of awake once, and then we were really awake. And then we were really, really awake after we were done being crystals. Uh, Carla's gonna stop walking. Sorry, could you run that one by me one more time? Well, at first we were crystals. Not out here. We were like crystals inside of a crystal. That's decent enough to tell them all. So then when we weren't inside another crystal, we were just crystals out here, and we were still aware of everything that was happening. It's not that we could communicate yet, though. We hadn't understood how to do that yet. No, you're right. It took us a while to figure out how to be flesh. Kerler's going to do a, well, I mean, rather, I'm going to do a sense motive, because Kerler is kind of trying to figure out in their head whether this is the kid's playing some sort of game or using their imagination or whether or not they're actually serious. That is a 27. Carla, as near as you can tell, the kids are explaining their earliest memories to you. They believe this. It doesn't seem like it has that kind of one-upsmanship of like boasting or like storytelling when among children. Like this seems to be them like genuinely trying to recall their early life to you. I, uh, it makes I no had... sense to you, mm -hmm. but you know, yeah. I had no idea that, yeah, that does make you quite different, but it's not a bad thing. We know. It just means it's harder to talk to people sometimes. Yeah, other kids don't really get it. Any consolation, I'm not great myself at talking to people, so I, I can understand that that's pretty isolating. Most people in mom's old friend group isn't really good at talking to people. Well, at least we've got each other to talk poorly at and with. Right, you And at least you two have got each other as well. You're thick as thieves. Sometimes. Oh. Sometimes they like strawberry and grape jelly, though. Yeah, I know. God. Mm -hmm. Sometimes so, them thieves ain't so thick. And I guess this whole... that Keller will have started walking again, so I guess they're probably getting closer to the garden. But yeah. So did you enjoy the uh, the festival? That was uh, an interesting spectacle. An interesting... Yeah, 
Yes, I'm still trying to understand why Mom was so secretive on what intimacy was. If Uncle Petravian just wants to ask Auntie Vera to spend time with him alone. <laughs> I am, I am the wrong person to ask about that, and I'm sure your your mom will uh, will explain it whenever. No, uh, the that's what right. she said, and it's still kind of confusing. Petravian has time with each other. Yeah, Petravian's not exactly got the, a, a filter on his mouth. Sometimes think that he could use one. Huh. We can take care of that if that's an issue. I am tempted to say yes, but first you need to tell me what exactly what you have in mind. We'll just change him. You know, I, I I I say it's tempting, but I think Petravian is probably happy the way Petravian is, and changing people without their consent is pretty pretty no. That's a no in my book. What if they're dead? Yeah, what if the change is unaliving them? <laughs> oh, we've tried that one. It doesn't work. <laughs> I just keep coming take. back. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't take. And Saluna <laughs> kind of piped up with the the dead part because mommy changes dead people I, that's a, a tricky question and I deal more with the, the living side of things cool. but... you'll have to see it sometime Auntie Lala best I can figure well, I think it's uh, kind of creepy grow up you grow up hey best I can figure you know if, if the, the tenant has already checked out of the building so to speak then it's kind of fair play, but it still feels a little bit weird to me, you know, messing with bodies even if the soul is gone. I, I it's not well, it's my It's just sense. matter, really. Just an existence that has no meaning until you put meaning into it. Honestly, if it were me and I was trying to, I was animating a dead body, I would probably try and contact the former owner and ask if it was all right. But I, I'm a little bit weird like that. What can I say? Sometimes it's best to let go. And they just pat your hand as they g open up the door to the garden for you. Yeah, sometimes it is. It's uh, not the easiest thing in the world, but you're probably right about that. It's okay. okay. And looking out into the garden, you see... Uh, because the maze has been damaged, it's kind of shorter, so you can see Vera... <laughs> Actually, no, sorry. Vera would be giving a sword fighting lesson to Archie at this point. Um, and you see uh, Jiro and Riz in the shade of the big tree in the north part of the yard, kind of sitting together. Uh, where would Petravian be at this point? Well, at, as he had left Curla, he made his way back to the uh, to the garden and seeing... Vera working with, uh, working with Archie, uh, Riz with Hajiro, Petravian was like, I'm gonna call Chisel. <laughs> I feel, and he's actually gonna go off to the corner, off to a uh, little bit corner, and he's gonna call up Chisel and bring him, bring him over. Okay. Um, and uh, for once, just to chill. 
somewhere far away. Oh, God. <laughs> Outstanding. Upon a hill, there is an elk. It looks from side to side and surveys this beautiful forested land all around it with wild flowers coming up where the little spots of light break through the canopy and hit the ground. You know, there's a, a, a blooming of flowers in that spot. It's just, it's picturesque and perfect. And this elk is looking back and forth over this domain, knowing that it's, this is its domain. This is its, its happiness. This is, it is safe here. Everything here is, is as it understands it. It's under its control. It is its place. It's, its purpose is here. It feels at peace in a way that it rarely <laughs> does. And in that moment of purest, simplest joy, it gets yanked out of it and is suddenly in the garden with you. It looks at you and just kind of sighs. Snorts even. Yeah. Chisel snorts. Hey, buddy. I wanted to bring you by and for once not in the middle of uh, middle of a battle. Just to hang out with you, if you don't mind. Chisel looks around, scoping out this garden and looks back at you. Kind of turns its head slightly to the side. Just kind of tilts its head a little bit, looking at you. Would you like half the sandwich? It leans its face in and sniffs. And, uh... Yeah, it'll take a bite of the sandwich. It chews it. It's crunching the peanut butter. It nods. Chisel nods. <laughs> Keeps, like... Just kind of stands there and looks at you. Not entirely sure what your purpose is here. We're likely going into battle soon-ish. I'd like to not have to bring you in. I'd like I'd like for you to be able to be wherever you are. And I won't if you tell me not to. If, t if you tell me you would rather not, I will respect that. I just wanted to give you that option before all the shit hits the fan. Chisel sucks in a deep breath, kind of looks up to the sky for a moment, looks back at you, and will kind of walk over and stand beside you and kind of bump into you a little bit. I'm, I'm gonna give him a hug. Thank you, buddy. Chisel makes that noise. That that elk noise. That definitive trademark. 
<laughs> yeah. I thought for sure the noise was going to be blue. <laughs> well, ah. I don't even know whatever the fuck happened with that. <laughs> I'll take a bite and then offer him a bite and take a bite. He eventually starts to kind of like root at you a little bit. Yeah. It seems like he's indicating he wants you to, to hop on his back. All right. Hop up. And he'll uh, he'll walk you around the garden, kind of taking you laps around the, the garden exterior. Mm. So that is what Curla sees when they pop into the garden. They see Petravian also on Chisel doing laps around the area. Curla will give a kind of amazed wave to Petravian. They're getting on. Bloody hell, that's uh, really must be the end of the world. <laughs> well, Curla will continue um, on their way. Uh, they're going to look for, for Riz. Right. Uh, you see Riz and Jiro uh, kind of chilling under the shade of the big tree in the north part of the garden. Um, as Riz is kind of like quietly speaking to Jiro. Curla's going to sort of pause awkwardly, not sure whether or not to approach um, given that the two of them seem to be having a, a nice, quiet private moment. They'll, they'll weigh the rudeness of interrupting with the need to talk to Riz. I think they, at this point, they both would notice you. Like, it's a pretty open garden and they're sitting with, like, facing south toward the house. So they definitely see you, like, standing there looking at them. I mean, Carol's kind of was looking at them and then like looking around and realizing that they've seen me and trying not to look at them and then to... yeah. it's awkward. There's that, there's it's that awkward. moment, right? Yeah. Jira will wave. Carol will kind of wave back. Hey, uh, sorry, sorry, said to interrupt. Carol will slowly start uh, limping over. I just wanted to, to talk to Rez, if that's all right, Jira. And all right with you, Rez, obviously. I mean, obviously, I don't think anyone... You don't need anyone else's permission to talk to me. Right, I, I meant more if Jira wouldn't mind giving us a little bit of time, a little bit of space, if that's all right. Jira looks to Rez. I will come get you after. Jiro will take Riz's hand, uh, hold it to his mouth, give it a kiss, and then stand up and walk away. What do you need, Carla? I, uh... Carla will pause and... put a hand down into their satchel and pull out their pinwheel and kind of look at it. I kind of wanted to see how you were doing as well, because um, they'll remember what the kid said. Enough money to buy the wind. Like I said, I am... You can see me. Yeah, but... Um, I wanted to see how you were doing with it. I, I'm not trying to pry for details or anything you don't want to tell me. I just... Are you okay? Yes, honestly, I feel great. 
I'm glad. Truly, I, I'm. I'm glad you found what you needed and what you were looking for. I didn't find it. It found me. Is everything all right, Carla? Ah, I think so, and it's a little bit strange for everything to be all right for the first time in however long it's been. I, I wanted to make sure you were all right. You you weren't looking in, in great... Uh, you didn't look like you were too happy when you were done helping me out as you did. You, you looked like you well, were in a bad place there. I did feel like a failure. So, there's how that. You, how, if I may ask, how are you feeling about that now? We're going to keep bringing up bad memories. All right. Um... I don't want you to feel like a failure. That's the only reason that I ask. <laughs> I want to disabuse you of that notion. I was just gonna kind of let it go with the wind, you know? Alright. If that's how you prefer to treat it, then fine. That's fine by me. I think so. I think things are great right now. We are going to have so much fun coming up. <laughs> fun is one way of putting it, sure. I think it's going to be fun. We lived that whole, like, giant thing. That was so exciting. It's, and, uh, yeah, again, one way of putting it. But... I mean... We gotta I, do it. I think it's going to be fun. <laughs> we got different definitions of fun, I think. But we Obviously. got a job to do. We got a job to do, and we'll, we'll get it done. I hope. What We're do you think our chances trying. are? <laughs> Speaking of which, actually, I did want to mention that to you as well. Back in the Pentress Estates, mm. the stuff that you saw with Petravian getting eaten, again, I'm sorry to bring it up, but the reason I ask is because it was a future that only you remember. You you, you died and time rewound. Is, do I have that right? For me. You kind of explained it, but it was difficult to follow. It's okay. A lot of things I now realize are really difficult to follow, so I'm not too worried about it. It's... I my, guess it's my thing now. <laughs> my question is, if you fall in battle, should I let you? Is that... No, absolutely I... not. Alright. I wasn't sure if you wanted to rely on the whole time-reversing thing. If shit gets no. really bad, that's, that's all. Alright. What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if all the rest of us are dead and, you know, you... you well, well, then, then I wouldn't I'll be around die, to heal I guess. You. I wouldn't be around to heal you, would I? That's a stupid question. Look, I'm just trying to figure out the best way to make sure we all get through this. That's all. Yeah, uh, fine. We don't I'll, die. I'll keep on doing what I'm doing and keep you alive. That's kind of been my goal from the start, you know. I mean, I just... I think it's exciting that we have been able to get through things and come out living. Super exciting, but like, I also want to retire and like enjoy Jiro's company after we're done saving the world, you know? Because we're obviously going to do that. Yeah. I'll make sure you get through this. I'll make sure you both get through this. Alright. I know you can both hold your own in a fight as well. I mean, Jiro, fuck. We can just mm, let him take care of the whole thing, but. What? That will just fly right over Curla's head if that was innuendo. Good, 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 good. Uh, I'll, I'll 
I'll do my best. I want you to have that life, if that's what you want. But I'm glad that you got your memories back. Rose never told you that they got their memories back. Shit. I mean, I thought that was kind of implied. No, they just said that you broke a couple of curses, and obviously they look normal now. Oh, okay, then I retract that last ten seconds of conversation. My bad. The only person they've told is Jiro. And look, I'm, I'm here if you want to talk about whatever's happened now that the curses have left it. Don't I look good? You always did. But it's... Of course I did. Nice to see you. As I recall, you said that you, know, you weren't defined by how you, you looked, something to that effect, that it was still you regardless of how people saw you, but I'm glad that you're feeling comfortable in how you're looking. Well, it is me. Well, I've, uh, I've got a guard to go and pray to, which is fucking weird to say. Congratulations for you. I'm glad this is working for you. I mean, it's early days yet. I'm not entirely sure I won't get kicked out of whatever it is that I've got going on now. Any tips there? I guess just be friends with them. That's what I do. I'm... You I don't know that your relationship with the deities is something that <laughs> most people can aspire to, or That's true. the way that most of them I can am operate. Kind of the favorite. <laughs> well, yeah, Kel is actually gonna sort of stand there for a moment, trying to get a sense of whether Riz is holding anything back, but they're gonna leave that thought alone. They're not gonna try and do a sense motive because they're Was there gonna realize that. Is there anything else you wanted to ask me, Carla? Otherwise, I'm gonna go grab Jiro again. They just kind of stand up. I'm just curious to know how things worked out for you, but it's none of my business, and it's uh, if you don't want to tell me, that's entirely up to you. I respect that. I should mention, and I'm not saying this because I feel like you owe me anything, but I... Us being there for the pinwheel thing, I asked for the Luna's help, and they said be at the Harvest Festival, be there, and... and Make sure that you go. Make sure you take rest. So I feel like you deserve to know that it's so it nothing wasn't because of me. No, it was entirely because of you. I just wanted to let you know that if they were maneuvering you to one moment for things to happen, if you earned it, maybe, which you did. As far as I'm concerned, you did. I'll from you if if you hadn't done what you did. I mean, I'd still be in a shite place, and the curses wouldn't have left it. So clearly, you did what you needed to do. 
I was just glad to be a little part of that to make sure that we went where we needed to go to put a full stop on the whole thing. Mm -hmm. I'm glad that you feel that way. It was all you, Rez. You must know that. Of course. You gave up everything for me, Rez. That's... You know how many people know, would do that? I'm pretty cool, I'm pretty cool. You can stop now. Yeah, well, you are. So, deal with it. Okay. I'm gonna go yeah, hang out yeah, with go. my fiancé now. Yeah, you do that. You have fun talking to Voluna. Say hi for me. She's great. Of course. Riz just kind of strolls off and I don't even think they call Jiro they just hold out their hand for him to grab Carla will let out a deep sigh and what does Curla want to do after that? Well, they will turn and uh, walk towards the gazebo well rather limp towards the gazebo and when they get okay. there, they will sit down and mull things over and wait for nightfall. It is okay. late afternoon, is it not? Uh, yeah, it's late afternoon, so... Um, well, it's sort of mid-afternoon currently. But yeah, you can you can sort of kill time at the gazebo until nightfall by hanging out and go back to the, into the house, read more books, whatever you want to do for the rest of the day. Uh, Lavette, what are you working on? during this time. I was going to go talk to Moira. Ah, lovely. Okay. Uh, in that case, you leave the workshop. So this rewinds a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, you you leave the workshop and head across the house uh, to your, the guest rooms. And inside you find Moira, who is kind of just sort of sitting on the bed, crisscross applesauce, as is legal, and is kind of reading a book, sort of sitting like against the, the headboard, Kind of just lean, lean up against the pillow uh, on the headboard and just reading a book in there. I hope I'm not disturbing. I mean, disturbing me or disturbing, like, period, end of sentence? I mean, I really hope nice also is the case, I, but I was yeah, not, the neither this is the Neither this is the case. You're, you're neither disturbing nor are you disturbing me. It's yes, good to see you. you. Yeah, I, You've been busy. Like, like, just, yeah, but, I mean, it went pretty fast. Yeah. I guess. I mean... Wait, I mean, compared to what I was expecting. I don't know. You seem like you've been gone for a long time to me, at least. Well, I'm hoping to change that. But obviously, but the last few steps to take care of, and I wanted to talk to you about that. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm all ears. So, obviously, I feel you will come with us to uh, see Mally Valley. I feel like you would have a great time with that. Okay, that sounds great. And then, um, from there, I don't know where we are going, but there is a chance that we are heading straight to danger. So I don't know... That doesn't sound great. No. Um, so, yeah, I, I could pull you back to Fuchdorf, or in the Mary Valley. I don't think you'll... There's a lot to be gained from taking you to the Deadlands. 
No, I, I would agree with that. I think the Deadlands are a bad idea to bring me. Um, the Mary Valley sounds fun. Um, I wouldn't want to stay there, though, because, you know... No. Yeah. But... Um. Uh, and a Fuchdorf is fine. Um, I'm used to it. It's it's home as much as home exists anymore. Well, speaking of which, I don't know what that timetable is like, and we have to be very quick, so... Maybe this will be an after thing, but depending on how long we have to hang out before we go to the Deadlands, I might stop by the Oblisty uh, Mile and uh, take Kola and talk to some people who I've not spoken with in a while. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. And I didn't know if you wanted to be with me there or not. I don't know if that is a good idea. But I figured I might as well ask. I mean, it sounds like it could be complicated, but if you're, if you want to go, then I'll support that. You know that, right? I may be, I may speak with your predecessor. Hmm. Where I not? don't really know how it go. Um, I don't know if there's enough to speak to anymore. So it might be nothing. I don't know if me being there is a good idea, at least at the time. Maybe I should be out of the room for that or something? I, I don't know. I don't want to send the wrong message by me yeah, I existing, I guess, in that same space at that particular moment. I suppose. All right, that's a good point. But I guess I mean, I'm glad talked it on. I, I kind of consider what you've given me to be as close to understanding how she thinks that I do. So I feel like given the perspective of the information I have on her, that maybe it would feel bad. Okay, good. I mean, I'm glad I asked. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I'll go with you to the island. I just, I just, maybe you should be out of the room right. at that particular moment. I don't, yeah, I like and, I mean, how do you feel about that? I mean, if you want closure, you should get it. It's not a value judgment on me. Like, I understand I'm not the real Moira. And I understand you still have feelings for the real Moira. I also understand that I'll never replace the real Moira. So, no, you're not going to hurt my feelings about it, because I'm... I'm what you, you made. You know, I'm me. I'm a different yes. person. Okay, yeah. Person might be a stretch of the word, but you know what I mean. I mean, yeah. Of course, of course, you know what I mean. You, you made it, so obviously, you know what I mean. I do still want to make you your own person. I mean, that would be cool. Um, it, you know, that would be something that would be a, an interesting change um, if that's still something you wanted to do Is that not something you want? I mean, of course I mean, who doesn't want to be real? I don't know, sometimes sometimes I don't but Well, yeah. you need to knock that off Okay? Because yeah. you are definitely worth being real Okay? 
Definitely need to sound like hell. Now come up here. She pats the bed beside her. Mm-hmm. I'll hop up and join her in reading. Now, I found this really cool book, and she'll open it up and kind of hold it between the two of you. <laughs> and uh, she'll just spend some time hanging out with you for a while. Is it the kid's book on Veluna? No. Damn. I hate to, I, I hate to even say this, but I feel like if they can't learn things, she just keeps reading the same part over and over. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, Oof. yeah, she she can't like truly learn things. It's like this is really cool, you know. It's like yeah, I know, I know all about Lagers now. Yeah, you've, you've you've read this to me every night for the last six months. Brutal. They can't remember things. They they can remember. Well, it, they right? can remember things. It's complicated because yeah. like. They, the, as as written in the game, they mm -hmm. act as a full person, but they can't gain skills. But what does that mean? Right. They cannot get better at anything. They cannot gain knowledge in anything. Like that. That means the knowledge that they... part isn't specified. But how do you gain skills? Right. It's just without knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like... is knowledge a skill? Yes. There's a whole. Block <laughs> of skills uh, you put points skills. in it. So. So yeah, they they can't ever re truly retain and improve themselves. Okay. Uh, That's a shame. As written, so they're That's they're simply like a snapshot of a person at a certain time. So like they can read something and be like, "Oh, that was cool," but they won't gain from the experience in the way that a full fully mm. fleshed out person would. It's like taking your parents to a move a something that you're really into. That That's nice. Have, I, I guess a way to put it is like this. Have you have you ever been around a person with like dementia or Alzheimer's, and they yes. watch a show they like, and they enjoy it as they're watching it, but they have like no retention of it after the fact. That that's kind of how I I take Moira in this. Oh, that got uh, a lot sadder than I expected. Well, yeah. I, yeah, like I I had that. Uh, that's that, why I didn't want to bring it up. Yeah, <laughs> like I had really I had sad. that. It makes sense. Right. Yeah. I mean, no. kinda yes. I mean, in the, in the real note. the reality of it, yes, like the actual like dementia is a, a disgusting horrible thing that exists but uh yeah but I, i've had that personal experience where i've been around people with dementia and when they watch something they enjoy like you can see it on their face like oh they they like this this is something that they're they're actively you know engaged in as a media um but once it's gone like once it's over it's it's gone and that's just it like that's sort of how this is with moyer moyer's reading a book where enjoys the book but once Moira's done with the book, it, it you know, oh, Moira can pick, pick up the up exact again, same book and do it again. Yeah, and I, I I get the feeling that Moira has done that a couple of times. That's Moira teaching son Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a rough one because uh, they can't really get different. Not yet. I'm working on it. Not yet. Not yet. There's there's possible future, which is what that was about anyway um yeah so the two of them sit and have a nice little little conversation uh mm -hmm. reading something fun and this one happens to be different than than the previous ones because you're in a place with a big library so i get the feeling that levette has like taken the books that have already been read and like Mm -hmm. put them somewhere where like, wrote and find uh... them <laughs> when we get back to the start she just kind of like quietly like resorts the stack yeah, it's so like, it's oh, always a different book. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, so they do that, and some time moves forward. What's mm -hmm. uh, what's Vera doing? I'm just wondering if 
anyone else is doing anything for the day before we move back into the uh, like to go to bed. Nope, not yeah. me. Alright, in that case, okay, well, uh, time... We'll do one thing right oh, as ahead. we're leaving. Uh, yeah. Real quick. is As Betravian's uh, heading back inside, Vera will mm -hmm. hold out a hand. Hmm? Um, so interesting story. Um, I showed it to Cares. The kids seemed interested, and Karis confiscated it. It's safe. Karis has it. Um, That's just an interesting. End to the story. Also, could you roll a uh, perception check for me? Yes. Uh, would that be okay? Uh, hold on. Uh, 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 features. Hey, skill. There we go. Skill. Uh, there we go. I used to have a lot. Uh, used to have a key thing, but not anymore. Oh fuck! That's a nat one for a total of eleven. Dice have been evil this evening. Nice. I noticed nothing. You said you were going to give it back to me. I I know I I know. But Why didn't gave, you? They 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 gave me a um, they gave me a, a voice and it was rather intimidating. Oh no! They gave you a voice. Yeah. Petravian. Yes. Imagine, in the future. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. The Kintao Empire. Uh -huh. Do to us what they did to the rest of the people that didn't follow their rule. Mm -hmm. Now imagine we have one tiny seed that uh -huh. can back us up to defend us from that entire nation. I'll, I'll get it back. Thank you, brother. And Vera's going to go back into the maze and lay down and go to sleep. I'm old. I don't know. They still scare me sometimes. Petra, how does it feel to be terrified of all of the women in your life? <laughs> uh, I feel like it's. I feel like it's a reversed harem or something. I don't know about that. No. There, there no if it was a reversed this, harem, they'd like you. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Petravian does have a type. Well, actually, if it was a reverse harem, it would be a female that was all the male attention. Yeah, yeah. A harem yeah. Okay, okay, would okay. be, you're all the yeah. attention. There is yeah. no everyone hates everyone for harems. Gotcha. I mean, like I said, there is, but it's a, it's a very different genre. We're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk true, about that. <laughs> Suffice it to say, uh, Petravin just seems to be uh, surrounded by a lot of negative emotions. Uh, from a certain group of people. Odd. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Um, He's soldiers on, baby. But uh, with that, uh, as time rolls forward, uh, we're going to take a short break. And we're back. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Here we are. So, uh, time has rolled forward, and it is now the late evening. Uh, what does anyone have any business for that night, I guess, is my first question. 
I do. What you got? Uh, does anyone else have some? None that I like to discuss. No? Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, like, same, uh, though. Fun images there, thank you. I mean, same, but not right now. Yeah, you don't get With anything. what, chisel? Wow. Wow. I, wow. I mean, wow. Yeah. Okay. the bestiality jokes, please. Oof. Been a while. I just figured Hummel was off the menu. So anyway, um... Curla is in the... Apologies. Curla is in the, they said bistro, the gazebo, mm -hmm. uh, and has been mulling things over, waiting for night to fall, which it now has. Uh, they will yep. step out of the gazebo and cast their eyes heavenwards and look for the moon. And sure enough, there it is, shining like a beacon. Although, let me just double check the phase right now. Oh, crap. No it's moon. a full moon tonight. It's beautiful. Wow. It's a beautiful moon on the... It's the 21st of November. It is a full moon tonight, and it is absolutely, completely beautiful. Awesome. Well, a curler looking awkward AF and really not sure what the hell they're doing is going to slowly get down on one knee and then get down on the other, very creakingly, very painfully, since, yay, spider legs. Mm -hmm. uh, yay, barely functioning will... knees. Sorry, okay. I didn't. Oh, is it barely functioning knees? Yes. I mean, Hummel yeah. can help you with that. That one. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> yeah, he's got some good ones. Some would say they're the best. <laughs> would you say they're? Uh, no, no, I wouldn't. I it. It, 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 it percolated. Thank you. <laughs> well, once they are on their horrible unbendy spider knees, they will look up at the moon and clasp their hands and close their eyes and try to reach out to the lunar. Wonderful, wonderful. Okay. Alright. You reach out mentally and spiritually uh, directing your, your, your attention and energy toward that great celestial body hanging above you, beaming with light tonight in its full in its fullness and glory uh, on display in the night sky, overshadowing the stars. And as you do so, you feel a sense of uplifting spirit within you. You feel something gracing your body with energy and power and a presence that is deeply calming. And appearing before you. Uh, if anyone else is in the area, you cannot see this. Uh, but appearing before you in this beam of moonlight uh, is a figure wearing a beautiful white dress, similar... I mean, you, you've seen Valuna before, uh, wearing with this, this beautiful white dress with gold accents, and her face is obscured with moonlight behind her. And she's going to speak out to you. Do you need guidance? I think that I do, yes. I, uh... I'm not even sure where to begin, really. For, for, for starters, uh, how is it that I'm supposed to uh, address you? I, your moonliness, or... 
your worshipfulness? Do, do I? <sighs> Valuna's fine. All right. I tend to keep things informal. I feel so like is... titles only really get in the way of things. Besides, as far as I'm concerned, we're all just dreamers. I like that. Um, I mean, you asked if I needed guidance. I need guidance on matters of protocol. Name for a one thin title. Did... I'm going off how I was taught to do this when I was knee high to a grasshopper and stuck in a weird unhealthy cult so I don't know if I'm supposed to do the hands clasped on my knees business or what you expect from me that's really what I needed guidance on your your expectations and a few other things I know we touched on this a little bit last time we talked but I was uh, you know just lost my sister and no longer hungering for people's flesh so yeah that was kind of a big day for me I see. And you just need guidance on protocol? A few things, but we can start with protocol, yes. Like Alright. What 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 do you expect from me when it comes to the whole obeisance thing? Do you want am I supposed to bow and scrape? Because uh... Of course not. If that was required, then I would have said so already. We are simply all serving the same end at this point. But all that you need to do is follow a few basic tenets. The first of which is respect the life of all who dream. You must also spread my works through the world. And if you ever require to speak with me, we can speak together in dreams freely. So this isn't the preferred method, then? Not exactly, no. I typically don't walk the waking world. It's... Gross. Uncomfortable. Then, thank you for making the exception. I appreciate that. Can, can, I, can I get up? Because this is very, very uncomfortable. In more ways than one. Yes, of course. Brother will, will clamber to their feet. Look, I got a lot of shit put in my head about what I was supposed to do with the guards and then spent a long time hating the guards and now I am in a weird position with regards to serving you. The, the fact is, as I said, I wasn't in the most sensible state of mind to commit myself to your service, but at the same time, you've done right by me, yet you've given Veril a peace, and from what I can tell you, you made sure that Rez and I were in the right place for things to click for them, having done what they needed to do. So... Curla, if you wish to be free of this, you aren't being held against your will. I don't mean to imply that I am. Um, I am um, not great at expressing myself here. Uh, my point is that you have proven yourself worthy of, of being served. You've, you, as I say, you've done right by me. I'm just 
and I feel that I ought to be respecting that and serving you. Which is hard to say, but I don't know how to do that in a way that's going to be tolerable for both of us here. I mean, I'm not the easiest person to get on with at the best of times. I'm working on that. I'm a bit less of a bitch, but I doubt that you're going to enjoy having me working for you. I, I don't... Uh, I... This is awkward for me. Well, will you go out of your way to hurt or prevent those who dream from being happy? Of course not. And then my operating print... fail me? I don't know, but I'm sure I can find a way. <laughs> my, my operating principle here is that people can't exactly have good sleep and good dreams if they're sick and dying or if they're caring about people who are sick and dying. So in that way, I can be useful mm-hmm. to you. That That's the way I'm justifying this to myself. Uh, but I want to do this... For, for once, I want to do things right. And... If, so if there are things that I need to learn, if there are spells that I need to pick up... I can I grant just... you anything you require. You needn't fear that. You have a challenge ahead that you're concerned about? I want to keep my friends alive. It's what I've wanted from the beginning. It's what I've always wanted. And I'm not sure that I'm going to be able to do that. I believe you have the will to see that through. I don't see why you would fail. Am I supposed? Am I expected to? I don't know. Love you, die for you, kill for you. Because that last, I don't think that I can do. And I know that's not what you're about, but I, none I, of my so much require you to kill. A, a lot of shit got stuck in my head when I was we. Of course. It was Veluna, you know, be, be good and obey the leader or Veluna will give you nightmares. Verla loved you anyway. Verla saw through all that shit and I tried to as well. I took her word for it. But at the same time, that's a lot to deal with. That leaves an Night- impression on one. Nightmares are important. They're not a punishment. I certainly hope that you don't take them as such, or would threaten someone with them. That's not my style, though. But Also, I want you to understand that none of my tenants require you to kill. But if you must, there are many things that do not dream, and those things are not sacred to me. Just so you understand. That's a lot to wrap my head around. Beings of the undead are a good example of that. Well, them, I've always had a natural aversion to. They're not exactly in line with keeping folks alive. They've always rubbed me the wrong way by instinct. So none of my tenants would prevent you from doing them harm. I hope you understand. I do. Now, if, if you still have a personal feeling about not harming anything then that's on you 
I've destroyed plenty of the undead. I, I've destroyed mindless beasts that would have attacked us. It's just mm -hmm. living sapient beings. That's for the longest time I wanted. Well, to eat them. Mm -hmm. I prevented myself from doing that. I don't know how much of my aversion now is because of that or a moral failing on my part. I don't really know. Well, those kinds of people, I think that we can both agree, deserve to be saved. I said that you'd proven yourself worthy to serve, and that, that, everything that Verla always thought of you, everything I read, great book, by the way, on you, the only one I could find in the damn library was written for children, so maybe that's the appropriate level for me coming in with needing to start from scratch. I hope it was at least entertaining. I guess what I need to ask is whether or not I'm worthy to serve you. That which hungers that that I was... Curla. He saw some... If you weren't worthy to serve me, you wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be bearing my power right now. We wouldn't be having this conversation. If you weren't worthy, then you would have... You would have still been under the control of that monster. But you're free of that. You are worthy. We're here. You bear the power and the light that I have bestowed upon you, and you may use it how you deem fit. The power may come from me, but it's yours to wield. And I trust you to make decisions on how to wield it and win. I simply ask you to follow the tenets that I've set forth to the best you can. This is going to take a lot of getting used to. I hope that I'm not presenting anything that is unfair or too complicated. You do have to dumb things down for me sometimes. Not quite as badly as Petravian, but oh, that, that, all right, that's, that's, that's called. I shouldn't Bismarck. He's a good guy. He's not one of yours. He's a fellow of Eden and Malefra. I know him. Oh, of course you do. What am I even He's thinking here? A, a deity, yeah. And I do Isn't enjoy he? his dreams. He's a good one. He's mm -hmm. got more he heart than the rest of us put together. That's about candy that I really enjoy. Am I allowed to know that? I suppose I kind of have to by definition now, don't I? Well. Do I? What specifically are in people's dreams are not exactly a responsibility. But I simply would like you to do your best. Try to help those who dream be happy and healthy. And I believe you can. I can do that. And that spreads to all races and creeds, regardless of their origin. As long as they dream, they're sacred to me. Right. 
it's uh it's gonna be good for me i think thus i'm glad to hear that was there anything else that i could do to help you Carla's gonna kind of look from to the the beautiful white flowing robes on this celestial being and then kind of like look awkwardly down at their dark and black clothing hey I see I, I, I I'm guessing I'm guessing you're gonna want me to I find something more appropriate <laughs> I suppose you feel you need to look the part? I'm going to have to work my way up to that, I think. Oh, very well. If I you mean, wish did you... to wait. Is, is there something that... Well, if... I'll, I'll, I'll let you know when I'm ready for that, if that's all right with you. <laughs> all right. If that is your decision. Very well then I will bid you a good night and pleasant dreams. Thank you, uh, Valunar. You moonlinos, ma'am. <laughs> she chuckles and fades into sparks of light that disappear like so much dust in beams of moonlight, leaving you standing in the middle of a garden, looking up at the moon, Realizing that you just had a conversation to the air, almost, or at least to everyone else's perception. Something we're used to. Perhaps, feeling perhaps a little silly. Everyone's pointing. Look at Carla. I realize you're in your underwear. <laughs> okay. A Petravian that has talks to plants. That, Does he? That is. I don't he's know. He's talked to plants before. Anybody's case here. Not very often. Not often, but... Talk to an elk a lot more often. Mm. True. Curla will make a couple of mental notes. One, to apologize to Petravian for taking the piss out of him when he's not even there to defend himself, and also to ask him about that whole candy thing. But they will also flash back on what the kids were saying earlier and repeat to themselves quietly sometimes. Sometimes it's better to let go. And Curla will take a deep breath, and smile and still feeling that peacefulness and contentment that you mentioned descended on them when Veluna appeared. Kola will limp their way back towards the house and try and find their way to the moon room where they will pass the rest of the evening and perhaps dream and perhaps, who knows, talk to Veluna and learn some more things about the specifics of what's expected of as they I, I, I guess, uh, sadly, I can say you do not dream of Valuna that night. You have a different dream. Uh, one where you spend some time with someone else that might be dear to you. Nice. Does anyone else have anything they'd like to do that evening? Nope. Yes. Ooh, nice. All right, what's uh, Petravian doing? Uh, I go find Karis. Um... See if I can get this seat back because I don't get um, the. Uh, I, I don't want to be in the shit house with Vera. Okay. 
so later on in the evening, you track Karis. down. You track down, um, Karis, and she is kind of getting ready for bed. It's it's pretty late at this point, yeah. <clears throat> and uh, you know she hears you, you know, hollering down the the hallways <laughs> of the manor. Uh, yeah. And you see her, she's kind of got her, her hair pulled back in a simple ponytail, and she's wearing, like, uh, mm. a, effectively a nightgown. Oh, hey, hey, Petravian. Um, hey. Um, did, did you need something? Yeah, the seed back. Um, I haven't had a chance to study it yet. I told uh, you I was going to look at it and then let you know when I knew more. Um, well, uh, I, I would love to give you that opportunity, but Vera, uh, I... Vera... Uh, really wants it back. Oh, I mean, okay. Did I you mean, not would you want me to study it? I do really want you. Oh. <laughs> oh. Communication okay. is important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. watching this is something. I feel like this isn't that challenging, but we all have different skill sets, and <laughs> I just skill set right here. I really do, but uh, I really don't want to be in again the shit house with Vera, as you can imagine, is not pleasant. Um, language. Yeah, nobody wants to be in Vera's shit house. That place is fucking terrible. <laughs> it's all full of bugs. <laughs> <laughs> You're never alone in there. Ah, oh, thank you, thank you, little man. <laughs> right up there. Um. Uh, would you be interested in some late night uh, research so I can get back to them as quickly as possible? <laughs> you better hope um, the kids aren't there to hear you say that. It's it's pretty late, Petravian, and um, I've been pulling like all nighters working on the device for a while. I'm uh -huh. pretty beat right now, so I I was gonna go to sleep. Um, did you? Did you like? Did you need it back like right now? Because like I, I guess I can just give it back to you. I guess. I mean, no. Um. Mm. <sighs> Thank you, Karis. I appreciate it. Okay. I appreciate it. Uh, I will have to have a talk with Vera, and just uh, accept the consequences. I think. Understanding that seed is a little bit more important than just having it on hand. Okay. I mean, like if I said, if you need it, I, I just, I have it in the drawer over here. Like I can just give it back to you. It's not that, I mean, I haven't had it. Like I said, I haven't really had a chance to study it yet. And I wasn't going to look at it tonight. Cause I'm kind of, kind of beat, but, um, I'll, if you need it back, I can, I can just give it back to you. If it's that important, I guess. I mean, it seems kind of dangerous, which is why I wanted to look at it. How dangerous are we talking? I mean, it's like a shard of, of pure chaos. So I would I would say in the wrong hands, it could be fairly dangerous. I want you to remember who you're uh -huh. talking to. I understand, Petravian. Okay. But I also understand that... Real simple, real simple. Like, but scale Ver one to Vera's ten. Vera's the one that's holding on to this, right? Yes. Okay. And if I give it back to you, you're just going to walk it back and give it back to Vera, right? Right. Then I don't... I'm not worried about it then. So like, did you want me to hand it back to you or not? 
No, I want you to do your research as quickly as possible, if that's okay. Okay. I mean, that's fine. Um... Are you okay? I don't know. I know. (laughs) Terrified. Absolutely terrified. Sorry, if if I not set the scene properly, let let me just reset the scene in everyone's mind so we all understand where this is. You're outside of Karis's bedroom door. Uh-huh. She's got the door open, and she's yes. talking to you. Yes. Petravian, it, I guess to, to put this in a different way, not even about, like, the seed of chaos and everything else, like, how, how are you doing? Because, like, we haven't really talked a lot these these last couple of months and I'm, I'm just mm-hmm. I guess I'm just kind of worried about you it's been a lot do you want to <laughs> do you want to have a sit maybe she steps back and opens the door and kind of like invites you inside okay come on we'll, ha- we'll have a sit we'll have a sit she'll shut the door do you, do you still drink reds? Yeah. Okay. She goes over and she'll she'll uncork a bottle and pour a couple of glasses. And she'll hand you one. And she'll kind of sit across from, like, on these overstuffed chairs in her room. Which, her room, I gotta say, is different than you might have expected Garris's room to look. In, in the past, you would have expected a lot of, like, blacks and whites. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of of maybe like mystical symbols and yeah. runes or scrolls or shit hang on the walls. Just a you know very Mountains much of what books. you would have, yeah books everywhere scrolls studying stuff. At least this, one Mike Uncle romance poster. Yeah, yeah at, at least. least one. You know, um, it was a seminal multiple album, okay. like black and white wigs, mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. styles. Like, no, th- this is this is much different than you would have expected. This room. Uh, looks like an elf noble more than anything else. Like, this is, like, well-appointed, like, high-style, like, sophisticated kind of uh, accoutrement in this room. <clears throat> and and you get the sense that this room probably belonged to um, Soul's parents at one time. Like, it's like the grand master bedroom of the estate. So there's like a sitting area and there's all kinds of like very fancy nice. furniture around. There's a really like giant fancy bed with this really kind of crazy art nouveau canopy over it made of like interwoven nice. tree roots. It's the it's really fancy in here. In fact, she has a wine rack in her room that she just took this <sighs> bottle off of. Not healthy. <laughs> I mean, nope. Look, with, with the wealth comes the perks, right? Of course. And it's only the top so, shelf stuff. Yeah, top shelf of top shelf. Like this is the one percent of the one percent of wines on her personal bedroom wine rack. Uh, that also like as you real as you drink it, like as you like taste it, you also realize it's chilled somehow. So the rack's probably enchanted. <laughs> anyway, all that aside, she's kind of like sitting there across from you, and and there's not. Like, there's a little tiny table between the chairs on the side. Mm-hmm. And she's just got the bottle, like, sitting there. But she's kind of leaned back 
she's got her legs crossed and she's just like sipping the, the wine and you can tell that she's like going through the these this like almost ceremony of like relaxing herself after a long day so how how is how are things like we we haven't really spent a lot of time together and we haven't really talked a whole lot and I know that things have been kind of hectic with you, with the Maliferans, and there's a lot of pressure between you and the Edenites and all of that. And I guess I was just I'm kind of worried about you a little bit. You seem like you're a little stressed about all of this. A little. A little. Um, he's not sits up straight, but like... I want to do right by everybody. I want to do... Um, I want to help reconnect the Maleferans to the Edenites. I want them to feel like that they can trust them. I want the Edenites to feel like that the the Maleferans aren't going to turn them into this bloodthirsty cult again. And then I, I, I had my, I had uh, Chisel, which I think that's going okay now. I'm, uh, we're, we're seem to be on a good, on good footing. Um, and then Vera, Vera just always is, um, feels that I don't trust them, and I trust them implicitly. But then I act like an asshole, as you, as you know. So, um, yeah, it's a lot. Is there anyone in your life that is putting you first? And he smiles. Yeah. You remember Hummel, right? Yeah. They are. They, you know. I think that's really special. And I think those are the kind of people that you need to focus on. Because I see you as the kind of person who gives and gives and gives and pretty soon if you keep doing that there's not going to be anything left for of you to give and i think you maybe need to concentrate on somebody who is willing to give back and if you think hummel's that person then i think that's something you need to focus on How are you? What? How are you? <laughs> um, surviving? I mean, things are going pretty well here. Um, I, I, I hope that's what it seems like. Um, the device is ready, so no more all-nighters. So I'm pretty happy about that. Uh. Um, it's, uh, at this point, just raising a couple of rambunctious kids and making sure my sisters stays out of trouble. I mean, I invited Curla to stay. I think that'll be good for everyone. Oh, that's and, wonderful. Um, Ostras pops by every now and then, which is always good to have him back in the house. I mean, things are good here. Things are stable. I mean, I've... <sighs> Look, outside of traveling with your friends and you. This is the first place that's ever felt like home to me. So, yeah, things are going well for me. 
I'm sad it didn't work out between us. But I'm glad we stayed together. I think we would have made a terrible couple, to be honest. Oh, God, awful. <laughs> <laughs> so I, oh, I no. think I think that's for the best. But but no, I'm, I'm glad that we're friends. She holds out her wine glass. Blink. We got a rough, rough seas coming up, I think. You think so? I mean, from where I'm sitting, I think that you guys are going to just obliterate whatever challenge is in front of you. I mean, just look at all of you. Like, you have powers and abilities and skills that really were, I mean, they dwarf what you all had back when you fought, you know, Glarv. Back when I traveled with you all, you've, you've all gotten so much stronger. Pulls out, he has his amber hand. I mean, it's been a wild ride. Yeah. I mean, look, I know it came with sacrifices and traumas and heartache, but it got you all to the point where I fully believe that you are going to absolutely win against anything that you fight. I mean, you you all went to the King of the Giants in Rasphere and killed him in, like, three minutes. That's that's pretty amazing. And it's like, sure, you may have to, like, confront Marcus, but you're going to do the same thing to him. I worry about those, sh about those lost souls. I really do that they had one um almost had me so no it did then we had each other's back and bear saved me again see that's what i'm saying is when you all work together as a team you're unstoppable so I mean, you are one of the strongest people I've ever known. And Vera is, like, insane brave. And Literally. As, <laughs> as good as I was at healing, Curla puts me to shame. And I have seen the look in Riz's eye. I know that they are capable of whatever they need to do and and Levette Levette's Levette <laughs> and that's really all that needs to be said is it? <laughs> I don't know what that means I don't know if that I'm not sure Levette's brilliant Levette is probably the smartest person that I've ever known and I think that the lot of you working together. Oh, and the fact that you have Jiro with you now, like, I don't even know what to say about that guy. Uh, aside from he's just kind of scary to me. But <laughs> it, it, I mean, look, you guys will be fine. So I don't think you have anything to worry about, at least from like this whole thing. I think you need to be thinking about what comes after. You know, 
what's what's your day-to-day gonna be like after you've saved the world because that's again again or did <laughs> i mean well i mean we didn't know yeah i got no i had my head pulled off yeah i think that that was soul's victory not ours yeah um, oh we dropped off our... um mark two over in mary valley i wonder how I wonder how he's doing I mean, we met with Zell. I'm um, sure that'll be interesting. Forget, did Karis know about Mark II? Yeah, I don't know that. I don't know that Karis has any information on what that means. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, that's well, um, uh, oh, that's that's really. I mean, yeah, for sure. He <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <sighs> held down his the wine. Thank you for this, Karis. I will leave you to it. You got it. I'll um, I'll see you all off if you're heading out tomorrow. I mean, yeah. Yeah, we're actually heading off to a birthday party. I'm I'm sure that'll be great. I mean, uh, halfling shindig, I think, should will be. Well, at least they'll have a lot of food then. So that'll be something. I'll make sure to get you all a light breakfast. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Wouldn't want to ruin your appetite for the birthday cake. Cakes, probably. Halflings are weird like that. Unless they have, like, one big one. I I don't think halflings have a big anything, as far as I'm aware. Oh, appetite. Wow. (laughs) They they (laughs) just kind of make a lot of stuff. So I would imagine they would probably just have several cakes. But hmm. I've not really been there in a while, so who knows? Maybe maybe they've changed their... their... A- anyway, I'm babbling. Uh, no, just have, your, uh, have yourself a good night, and uh, I'll see you in the morning, okay? See you in the morning. Thank you so much. She'll give you a pat on the shoulder and send you on your way. Off to bed thinking thinking about the next step all right uh does anyone else have any business that evening all right so we zoom her on through the night uh those of you who dream dream and yeah curla you definitely wake up uh after having a very interesting conversation with someone dear to your heart All right, the following morning. It is now November 22nd, Tuesday of the year 768. You wake up early in the morning. You get up, and as promised, Karis and the kids have prepared a light breakfast. Uh, Simple fresh fruits and other light things that can be carried while traveling have been laid out on a table. May we submit rests, please? Oh, yeah, go for it. Oh, yeah, let me do that. Yeah, if you need to change the spells around, some rest and all that. You did indeed rest. All right. Thank you. Cool. So now that that is all set, you, like I said, you find yourselves in the kitchen in the morning with a light breakfast prepared. Uh, Karis is happily 
you know, offering you guys stuff to take with you. Um, do you have anything you need to do here, or are you good to continue on your journey southward? Petravian's gonna go to, uh, gonna go fire Varus and say and have a quick chat before we jaunt off. Right. Uh, Very fast. I, I'd assume that we'd just be inside. Yeah, we're yeah. at breakfast. So yeah, yep. yeah. You're, you're at a light breakfast. So he's next to Vera. He goes. Um. So I did not get the seed. Um. Kara's. Go Karis is going to do some research on it um, and get it to us as quickly as possible. I thought she was just going to look at it. I think they wanted... They want to really examine it and not dissect it because they said it's a sh literal shard of chaos, so I think they want to truly understand it, what it, it is so that they, we know what we have. I think it's a good idea. I mean, just assuming that it's going to do what we think it's going to do, it leaves a lot up to chance, don't you think? I mean, I know what it's going to do if we use it in the way that we could use it. Right, but what if there's possibility for something more? As long as we get it back, that's what matters, alright? Puts out a fist. What? Supposed to bump it. Vera will lightly hit it. Boom. Want to do another perception check? I do. <laughs> we'll see what. Let's see if this uh, if this <clears> works this time. Chance. I was ready for Vera to full force punch Petra's face. <laughs> so was I. That is a 22. You will notice that as Vera's talking to you, her line of sight is never looking at you. Normally she's like looking at your eyes or looking at you when she's talking. Uh -huh. Now she kind of is glancing away as she talks. Also, you probably have like three cockroaches on your hand. <laughs> oh. Which is assumed um, to happen. Vera... You seem a little distracted. What's up? It's fine. We're... We've got a lot to do. Yeah, but... You're not uh, looking Levette, at me. Uh, Vera's going to stand up. Yeah. Uh, are we going to be teleporting? Y yeah. Can I, can I finish breakfast? <laughs> Why do you eat so slow? I just Vera. like slow bellies. <laughs> Do not worry. Uh, we can take some more on the road, Levate. Oh, it's okay. Just yeah, fill your pockets. Time. We have tons of fruit here. Like, it's all good. Like, we it's always put... warm, so there's always plenty to forage. Plenty in can the bar, I... though, with the icebox, you know? Oh, yeah. I try to box. see who he, who Vera was looking at? Like, kind of get a quick glance, like, try <laughs> to see if I can see who they're, who they're uh, looking at? <laughs> Uh, here, I'll say this. Uh, you can do a sense motive. I will yeah. send. You got it. I, maybe I'm misunderstanding the situation, but I don't think it's so much of who Vera is looking at to 
Hoover is and not Scree's looking at him. just in <laughs> real life Petravian. I just love the idea of it. It's like, <laughs> Petra's just... The 12? <laughs> Who are you no. looking at over there? <laughs> no. Okay. That, that is three under what I was... Oh, okay, okay. Huh. But I, I will say, I, you can tell they weren't, like, looking at someone. Though. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Oh, okay, summer yeah. child. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you, are you, there's nobody there. Karis, uh, um, how long are you going to oh, need hey. to look at this data? Oh, uh, yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, Patrician just gave me that yesterday to check out. Um, I was going to take a look at it. I don't know. I mean... I've got some time now that the device is done, so I was going to look at it today. Did um, did you need it back? Um, next time I come over, I just need it back. All right. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's not going anywhere. But very old. The kids both kind of like side eye everyone. <laughs> they're suspiciously. Qu they're suspiciously quiet this morning. Sorry, got two shards of chaos. We're good. No, we're good. <laughs> All right. So, is every everyone ready? Me, I guess. Kelly will take a pan of chocolate for the road. Stuff my pockets full of strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, right. all, I'm all about the, the, about the croissants. Okay. So you all gather up your uh, light breakfast items of choice, and you find yourselves on a teleport pad toggled toward the Merry Valley. Go ahead and give me a cast and a percentile, please. Oh, Boom. That's <clears throat> That'll right. do it. That's good enough. That's good enough. That's good enough. Alright, 78 will get you there. So, you guys step on this pad. There is this whooshing of energy and a flash of light, and you find yourselves somewhere else. You find yourselves in a beautiful gold-green valley stretching on for as far as the eye can see wildflowers, quaint little forests, little paths and rivers. It's the Merry Valley, and it is a beautiful place. For now. Uh, I don't know what you mean. Yeah, what uh, supposed to mean? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I cast Firestorm. <laughs> <laughs> We're just like, oh shit, halflings! <laughs> we always suspected. So you find yourselves in the Merry Valley. It is a beautiful place, and nearby is a settlement that is done up in banners and bright colors, and they built like a maypole. It it looks like a massive festival is just about to happen over there. So you are free to head that way if you'd like. Otherwise, yeah. there's this rolling stretch of beautiful picturesque farmland and as far as the eye can see in all directions. Let's go that way. Uh, we're going that way. <laughs> Petravian will... Uh... Is Hummel with me or with Vera? Uh, pro Hummel's probably uh, in between, yeah. Uh, probably going in between. All right, all right. As we're walking oh, along... And uh, Moira's uh, got like an arm around, like got Levette's mm -hmm. arm 
Like, yeah, we've got our arms locked. Mm-hmm. Came in the other hand. Yeah. The strawberries Gravy. falling out of the pockets. <laughs> <laughs> um, big as your hand, man. Just um, ginormous. Gino- it's uh, like a peach for, a, for a, you know, for if you want to get like yeah. a size difference. Yeah. You think of it as like a peach, is like a strawberry for a, a gnome. I would fucking love oh. a peach sized strawberry. That would be amazing. Right? Wouldn't that be great? No anyway. pigeon. Uh, anyway, uh, Petravian will, uh, uh, as Hummel's going back and forth, Petravian. Uh, Hummel, quick question for you. Of course, Petri, what is, what is it? Um, has Vera been acting a little off? I mean, they seem to be worried, I guess, or something. I don't know. They, they get like this. I mean, they, they weren't looking at me and they weren't looking at me. They kept looking away from me when we were talking. Hmm. Didn't say anything about this in the book. I, I guess I wasn't really paying attention to that. Hmm. Well... Maybe they're uncomfortable with our uh, conversation last time. Ooh. You know I can fucking hear you, right? <laughs> um. <laughs> I. I mm, thought. Okay, yeah. Well, I mean. If you were, uh, so it's out, um, were you avoiding me? Avoiding, what, Avera? Really, we have to have this conversation now? Well, I mean, we got a little ways to walk. Yeah, okay, fine. How about this? Did you join the hive just to fuck Hummel, or was it, like, actually for a good reason? Oh, damn. Give me a second to recut. Personally, take, take your time. <laughs> there comes Vera with the fucking chair. I've been waiting no. for this. Hold oh, on, my, hold on. by God, he's been broken in half. <laughs> it, it, it's nothing like Off that. Off the it, fucking turnbuckle. He's a really good person. It's not just because of that. I, I know that. Is it? I'm hurt a little bit, Vera. That's not a no. I'm hurt that you would insinuate that I'm here just for a booty call. What am I supposed to think? Well, we're trying to save all of this what were you asking me? Whenever anything doesn't collide with, whenever anything collides with your worldview that the hive does, mm-hmm. it's always the hive's fault, isn't it? Also, not bowing to anyone in power. For starts. Okay. 
It's not the hive's fault. It's not anybody's fault. I choose. I chose to bow, out of out of respect. Out of, more like a kneel per se. Everybody else was around, but. Just a sign of, not reverence, but just in respect of their, of they are and what they do. And to think that that lessens my view of the hive is kind of reductive of me, isn't it? I mean, I feel like that's a little reductive. Told there the bow. <laughs> Riz just keeps walking past. <laughs> thank you, Vera. Or thank you, Riz. I am Vera now. Fear me. <laughs> Roar. I want to believe you, brother. But it seems every time I do, you keep kicking me back to question it. I'm sorry I've made you feel that way. Then please just tell me that wasn't the case. It wasn't. I want to be part of your family, and I want you to be part of mine. You'll, you'll see uh, Vera's eyes slightly glint up as she looks down, n nods her head, and is going to slowly turn uh, back to the direction uh, while whispering uh, that she's sorry under her breath. Nothing to be sorry for. We're family. <laughs> What's this space? This face kinda... I just don't think he said sorry, so I hate it. <laughs> I'm sorry I made you feel that way. A load of crap. <laughs> you know what? That is a fair statement there. <laughs> I am sorry that I made them feel that way. But, uh, no, okay. I am sorry that my action, it, the way I'm meaning it. You know is, what works? I'm sorry that... I'm sorry. Yes. It's too late, bitch! No, true statement, true statement. I mean, it could have been worse. It could have been, I'm sorry you feel that way. That's true. Yeah, that's that's the most that's the, disingenuous. Oh. <laughs> Abs yeah, that, I, I, I don't like that. It's, I'm sorry by my actions that made you feel that way. Is how he meant that. Sure. So as, as you all continue traveling down this pathway, you arrive at one of the many villages in the Merry Valley. And like I said, this place is done up in incredible splendor. It is a brightly colored mess of banners and um, flags and every witch thing that you can imagine. It's, it is filled with music and noise there are people everywhere. There are children running around like crazy. 
it is a absolute celebration in every sense of the word. And you see a lot of things. Wow. You see quite a lot of things, in fact. It's a maypole. So you see a large maypole in the center, kind of dominating everything. There are tables all around as a great feast has been prepared and is being laid out. You see a table of cakes and delicious sweets. You see tables of food of all different kinds and preparations. Uh, you see drinks and other various cakes and lovely things. Uh, there are entire sections of this place dedicated to uh, certain kinds of desserts, all of which are super brightly colored. Everything is is on like stacked, so they're they they they, they have tried to make everything vertical almost, just to kind of make it look like even more impressive. Um, and there is a massive kind of conical uh, feast table that has you know row like layer upon layer of different courses and foods ready to be served uh, the smell of this place is intoxicating to your nostrils uh, all of you have, find something or a lot of things here that look tantalizingly delicious uh, there is a large maypole in the center that is surrounded by little gifts and it appears that the gifts are not for Mrs. Wimblepot specifically, it looks like the gifts are almost for everyone. So this appears to be some kind of celebration, not just of this one person's birthday, but of of the their entire community. Uh, because as guests are arriving, they're all being given like a guest bag of like little parties, you know, little party things, little nice. little happy fun toys. So. Uh, as you all are arriving, uh, a bunch of attendants move up, and you're all given a little paper bag filled with candies and little tiny toys and just brightly colored fun things, noisemakers, uh, just, you know, things that are meant to spark joy and happiness in all peoples. We got a goodie bag. I Thank love it. You. <laughs> Thank you. Thank Lovely you so much. Bags. Carla will we'll say to so the rest cute. of the Sorry, Graham, what was that? Uh, this whole thing is so cute. It almost makes you forget the world is ending. Yeah, Curla will, will say in response to that so everyone in the group can hear. Right, if this isn't worth fighting to protect, I don't know what is. A world. It is. It does not so matter. So it is impure. Well, I can think of a few things, but I certainly don't have a problem being ill. But I mean, you know, as long as we're plenty efficient. I mean things, you know, what this represents. Well, yeah, I know. I've got some other priorities. If this place disappeared, I would still think the world is worth fighting for. Agreed. That really wasn't what I was saying, but never mind. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of pink. There's 
It it's might be her colors. favorite color. Petravian, it's not your What's birthday. Wrong color? What's wrong with pink? It's, it's a lot of colors, okay? You don't it's like this, you should never see my room in the Vardo. It feels like a bride. Yeah, there's, there's just so much activity all around you at this point. There's games and things going on. There's little activities. And it looks like most of it hasn't even truly started yet. This is still the pre-party. Oh, we pre-gaming? Like <laughs> <laughs> Let's drink. And as you're all standing around, well, there, like I said, there's a table of drinks. Many of them are very fizzy looking. Oh, um, God, yes. And while you're uh, standing around kind of taking all this in, you hear a voice uh, magically in enhanced to be loud enough to cover the entire field. Um, and you recognize it immediately, Zell's voice. Uh, looking to where it's sourced, you see the stage set up, and upon the stage, Zell is standing there in his typical gold-threaded suit uh, as he's kind of in his halfling form talking to everyone. My friends, it is that time again where we bring in our harvests and celebrate what bounties we have gathered for you all. It is a great bountiful crop of delicious food, colorful cloth, sweets, and the finest cooking in all the world. But for me, it is the great bounty of your friendship and the colorful smiles on your faces, the sweetness of your company, and the finest friends in all the world. That is what I'm thankful for. Not least of all, it is my wonderful and oldest friend, Mrs. Wimblepot. Come on up here. And there is a cheer that rises from the crowd as the guest of honor climbs slowly up onto stage. And as you see her, Mrs. Wimblepot is every bit the oldest halfling in the valley uh, it shows she has more wrinkles uh she, she appears to be more wrinkles than halfling at this point uh she has bottle glass thick spectacles that dominate her tiny face and her head is obscured by a frizzy mop of white hair topped with an enormous pink sun hat uh, she moves like a creaky door but on her face rests the warmest smile any halfling could hope to achieve she waves and smiles to the crowd and is ushered from the stage to a large overstuffed chair and then placed at the head of a brightly decorated table covered in more cakes and treats than a person could perhaps eat in a lifetime. I'll be disappointed if it doesn't take her at least three minutes to get on and off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it does. It takes her an incredibly long time Let's to get on and off the stage. Cheering the, cheering and they're the all clapping time. the whole time, mm -hmm. yeah. They're all super happy. You've got this. You've totally got this. So, uh, with that, the festivities truly begin. Uh, folk move from table to table, socializing, playing merry games like tag, pole swings, group dances, and even striking paper effigies filled with candies and treats while blindfolded. Adorable. Music lifts above the din of voices and cover the area in a perfect feeling of idyllic peacefulness. Looking over at Zell, uh, decked out in his gold-threaded pomp and party hat, he sits somewhat quietly, smiling, but at the same time looking pensive. So at this point, uh, you are all welcome to participate in any of the party games going on right now, if you so choose to. Uh, there appears to be, from a cursory glance, there is stone tossing, which is lifting up a heavy stone and throwing it as far as you can. 
uh, sling use, which is hitting small targets with a sling from a distance. Uh, there is a table set up where people are playing some kind of card game where you have to lay, like shuffle a deck, lay them out, and then flip over a single card, and then flip over another single card, and if they match, you put them away, and if they don't match, you flip them back, and then you flip another card and another card. Um, and then the last one is there appears to be uh, people getting ready to perform a pie-eating contest. So these are the games that you see that are widely available, aside from like the uh, the ones I mentioned previously. The, these are the ones that are more competitive. But there's ones that are just simply like dancing around a maypole and singing and doing all that. So you're welcome to, to uh, take part in whichever you wish, or none at all. It's all entirely up to you all. So what would you like to do? Rose is going to grab a couple of drinks, walk over to Levette and Moira, and hand one to each of them. I think you guys should have fun today. I I think so too. That's what I was hoping to do. But, uh... I'm just going to give you an extra freebie. And Riz is gonna poke Levette's nose. And if they need to re-roll anything, they get, they're gonna have one. Oh, oh, I, you, you could preempt oh. that now? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know you could just invent new powers. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Honestly, it would just be that I'd be watching and no, just, like, fair. redo it. That is absolutely fair. You, they're you they're just being more them. vocal about it, technically. They, gotcha. they want people to know that they did this. Yeah. I hope to be honest, okay. I got so distracted by the stone toss, I, I missed a couple of those, so I was waiting for people to chime in for some of them, so... Sure. Uh, it was stone toss, uh, a sling competition, uh, okay. some sort of memory game, and a pie-eating contest. That memory game is what Levette would be good at, but I'd be absolutely horrible at that. <laughs> uh, That's I the also, of a role-playing game. I also <laughs> poke uh, Levette's nose, but whenever uh, she fails at something, bees erupt. <laughs> bees. Her nose. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. No notes. I just love it. Just, it just, oh, bees just, a, just a bee. Just... <laughs> <laughs> oh good lord I'll, I'll i'll go up the stone toss and then uh the last game too okay okay um all right personally i'm gonna go and uh be near zell technically i want to watch him you nice. got it all right so riz heads over to be near zell petravian heads over to the stone toss uh what is curla what is um, uh, Levette and what is uh, Vera doing? What, what are your actions here? First thing I want to do is uh, see if I can find Marcus here, Mark too, and uh, Tally. That's right. Just true. Make sure they're doing okay. Mm-hmm. Haven't you know broken up already or anything like that? <laughs> Turns out they just weren't that compatible. Hmm. It's just like once I saw what you got. I'm sorry. I don't know what that is. I've never seen anything like that before. Looks like a it, wine opener. It looks. <laughs> it looks like somebody just kind of stapled a sausage to your groin and called it good. You didn't make them hot swappable, really. Well, I mean, with the right kind of with the right kind of leverage. You gotta get the. You know, it all it requires is a firmware update. Okay. <laughs> Very firmware, huh? Oof. 
Oh, I feel disgusting <laughs> making that joke. Anyway. Only yes, let's uh, move along. So yeah, do so we, you want to... Did I see Mark 2? <laughs> so you want to search for Mark 2? Yeah. All right, give me a perception check to search for Mark 2. Is a 28? All right. Uh, th there is an ocean of halflings here. Uh, yeah, it is. It is very, very, very choked with people. Like there's, they're everywhere, and you're doing your best to look around. Um, and eventually, as you're running around, like as you're as you're walking through the crowd, which they're a little shorter than you, kind of. You're about the same height, mostly. So it's it's just. Like, Actually, no, I'm quite... shorter. Yeah, no, yeah, are shorter can't... than halflings. And you can't quite see uh, over people here. Yeah, so it's, I mean, I can it's fly, diff... but I'm, I also don't want to oh, bail on water like that? that. Nah, okay. well, I mean, I think I will, like, flutter up to get a view, but I'll, like, keep <laughs> hands held. Okay. So in that case, as you're traveling through this crowd, mm -hmm. you do eventually see uh, a halfling child who is holding like a little stuffed figure and he's like running from one game to another. And then he turns and runs back and goes, mommy, 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 let's, you know, let's play, let's play, uh, you know, and he lists off some game or something. And he runs over and you see the person he ran up to is Telly. It's Telly Talbert. Okay. And this appears to be okay. uh, young um, uh, Garvin. 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 Thank you. I almost called him Galvin. I'm like, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> and is Marcus there with him? You don't see Marcus. Okay. Okay, that's a little well. Like, At least not, no, not immediately. But okay. you see the two of them standing there. <laughs> so, well. Is I mean, there anything you'd like to do? Uh, would you like to interact with them at all? Or just kind of note that they're there and move on? I don't feel like that'd be appropriate. I feel like without the person that without the person we know better, it would be kind of weird. Yeah, you, you go up and be like, hey, did you get that lover I built for you? Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> be like, yeah, so I sent a guy here. He, Merry he's Christmas. not dead, right? Is, is the guy I sent you dead? I guess he's fine. Just, I want to know. Are you uh, up for uh, giving us feedback? For Mark III. We're always looking for product improvements. I love you still, babe, if you wouldn't mind. Click here to unsubscribe. <laughs> it was it was the staple the sausage, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Poor kid. So yeah, did you wanna did you wanna kinda keep tabs on them or just note that they're there and move on? I mean, like, lightly keep tabs. That's not going to obsess about it. She's going to, okay. you know, periodically check over her shoulder, see if she's not going to, like, be a creep and stalk him all day. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. What's Curla doing? Well, Curla is leaning on the stick, just taking in all of the atmosphere and all of the entertainment and all of the joy. Uh, and they're they're smiling. They're they're looking quite happy. They're looking probably as content as they did after their meditation and reaching Zen back in Kintao. Uh, their okay. smile will falter for a moment when they spot the dancers and they look down at their own feet and the the stick in their hand. But it'll come back pretty quickly, and uh, they will start to limp their way over to pay their respects to Mrs. Wimblepot. Oh, excellent. Okay. 
what is Vera up to? Oh, Vera's having a good time. So Vera is overanalyzing everything that she said. Because uh, she's thinking, <laughs> I'm supposed to be uh, loving all of my family. I'm supposed to do everything perfectly. And now I yelled at my family member. So they're in between, like, wiping their eyes, uh, drinking heavily, uh, oh, just God. trying to be all right. Uh, Healthy. So okay. they're actually going to try to get drunk uh, in oh, order God. to... Oh, God. In order not I love to this. Do this. This is better and, than I ever expected. And every time she thinks about the situation, she just starts taking another drink. Oh, no. Magnificent. Oh, <laughs> this is... This will end a good plan. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, what's Riz doing again? I'm sorry. Uh, I went over to be near Zell oh, slash Zell. to right, right, like right. kind of watch him and okay. maybe talk to him after sure. he's done just kind of. Yeah. So um, as time goes by, um, yeah, you, you, you get a, a sense that, you know, he's he's not like holding court here like p people aren't coming up and like paying him homage and like oh, respect or whatever like they're not here to like celebrate him so much they're here to celebrate mrs wibblepot so it's a way for him to kind of just be at a party and not be the center of attention which is probably not typical for him most times this uh, in the year so he's just kind of sitting there sort of just enjoying the atmosphere so he can just be approached if you want um i, I was mostly trying to see if I could tell Spine if he's him. gone into like a zen state or not he's definitely like watching everything here and he's got this kind of look about him like like he feels the weight of the world pressing down on him right now okay yeah I'm gonna sidle up and just sit next to him I'm glad you made it well didn't miss it it is Mrs. Wimblepot's birthday Oldest halfling in the Merry Valley, yes? Like mm -hmm. ever? Uh, not ever. Oh. Just the oldest living. Gotcha. Um, but we, um... I I've always wanted this to be uh, a really joyous celebration. Something that people could really rally together around. And, Remember I mean, it, it, for all times. Yeah, I mean... It, it just so happens that Mrs. Wimblepot is uh was born right around harvest time so it works out pretty well for this size of celebration anyway did you um, guys have the harvest festival as well well that's today i thought it was just it must be different for elves and halflings <laughs> in this world i'm well huh. i mean we, we we sort of delayed it a day to have it on mrs Wilpot's birthday i now understand it's a multi-purpose sort of thing like I said it was sort of nice to have her birthday fall so close to this time of year. It can really make the celebrations that much bigger and grander. Do you think it worked out? Oh. Do you think I think this fun? is the biggest shindig hootenanny I have ever seen. I've always felt this one was important, honestly. That of all the holidays that they celebrate, I feel like this one is the most vital to the community. It's it's a time where they can celebrate 
their oldest member, their old, oldest member of their community, you know? The one here who's been around the longest to see the most and... Other than you. Just, I don't really count in that. I mean, you are part of the community. In a way, sure, but as much as I've watched these people and helped them grow and protected them, I understand I'm never going to be one of them. I can only try to make their lives more peaceful and give them a chance to make it joyous themselves. And I think looking at this in front of me, I, I've accomplished it. And, and these days always remind me of that. I have doubts other times of the year, but when it comes to this one, it always lets me know that I'm doing something right. And do you feel that deep within your soul? I do. It's like, um, it's almost like ripples. Like, what I've done is rippling off of what she's done, and he, like, nods toward Mrs. Wimblepot. And what she's done over her life, I mean, just look at around her. Those 60 halflings nearest her, those are all her direct descendants. Wow. That's impressive. And just the ripples off of her touch every corner of this entire community because her family intermarries with others, which intermarries with others. And her bloodline is going to continue forever. And it makes her part of this world. It roots her into this place and makes her special. And everything she's done and everything she will do is tied into what everyone else here is and has done or will do. It's kind of beautiful. I agree. I think, um... I think you've already found it. He nods. I think I have. He looks over at Riz and he's got tears in his eyes. They just lean over and hug him. Going to miss these people. But they won't be here without you. If I could take your place, I would. In the heartbeat. Just, um... Just see that they're comfortable. That's all I ask. This is something Levet has shown me. And Riz kind of leans back and they pull out their pinky. I promise. And then I think you're supposed to, like, interlock with another finger. Um, I'm really not great at it, but Levette's really good at it, so I trust He reaches her. forward and interlocks a pinky. I don't plan on, uh, 
letting that little bitch get the best of us, so... I, uh... Well... I'm going to make sure of this. This will be my promise to you. You do me one more thing? What is it? Enjoy the party. Will you join us? A party is worth celebrating. I've been to every one of these. And I think this one I'm just going to observe. If that's okay with you. As you wish. Thank you, Selnareth. He uh, takes a deep breath and he goes back to sitting there watching the party. Uh, Riz gets up, heads back into it, and as the group intermingles around this massive, colorful celebration of life and life well lived, uh, we will return to play some party games next time. You fade to black. Thanks for listening. As always, special thanks to William Succi and Andreas Pitchler for the intro and outro themes, and Emily Roll for Fantasy for this episode's soundtrack. Interested in following us on social media? Follow us on Twitter at CheckPleaseDD. Or want to support the podcast to be part of the Czech Republic? Go to our Patreon under the Czech Republic. Until next time!